It's time again for the Both Down Chaos Cuff Special Edition 2017 Edition. Bum, 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 bum. I probably shouldn't say edition twice. Uh, too late. <laughs> this is Steve, a.k.a. Kilwoggy. With me, as always, is Scott. Prime. Scott Prime in the house. And uh, it's time to recap our Chaos Cup journey. That's right. We uh, had a good time. Yeah, we've been back for about a week and some. I guess about a week. Mm-hmm. No sum. No, I guess it's been exactly a week. Yeah. It was about this time that we uh, arrived back home in Oklahoma. Where do you want to start, buddy? Well, uh, in case anyone is new and doesn't know what the Chaos Cup is, it is the U.S. major for the NAF. And this year we had, what, 84 coaches? 82. 82? Mm-hmm. Um, not the biggest, not the smallest, but that's fine. I thought that was pretty... I mean, let's be honest. It wasn't wasn't really well advertised. No. I mean, mm-hmm. it's going off the merit of it's Chaos Cup and you should know what it is. Right, which is normally good enough. We had, from what I know, and I thought I was told that there was 69 or 70 sign up before. Yeah. And then that means we had 12 walk-ins, yeah. 12 or 13 walk-ins. Including Chance. Who refuses to send in stuff early. Right, because he's got a metagame to the very end, like a good hero click player. Oh, that chance. <laughs> he actually listened to one of our podcasts, and he's like, that's not me, guys. You're giving me too much credit. Okay, then he's just weird and lazy. I think he really overthinks things well, even yeah. more than I do. I'm sure he does. <laughs> Which is fine. We're just really breaking his balls. Of course. So I guess since we're going to talk about it, might as well start at the beginning. So are we going to uh, break this up into days? Sure. That's how we normally do it. Okay. And then take a little break in between. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to one of our podcasts of the Cast Cup special, we just walk you through everything we do. Yeah. So it's basically going to, we're going to talk a lot about food because we're that chubby guys who are trying it. to be better, but we don't when we go on these road trips very well. And uh, then we play some Blood Bowl and hang out with friends. So Pretty much, yeah. So you want to take a break real quick, or do you want to just get into it? Um, what do you want to do? Might as well take a break, I guess. <laughs> We're so prepared. Hey, yeah, let's take a break real quick. We've we got to advertise back. Wizards. That's true. That's true. Um, we will be back with Wednesday and Thursday, and then we'll have segments on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. How about that? Sounds good. All right. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. This year, we left on Wednesday night. Normally, wait. That's right. Yeah. We left on Wednesday. Okay. Okay. Normal, as I say, we normally leave just on Thursday morning and drive all the day. Um, that's not necessarily true. We've kind of God, we've done we this so many times forth. now. We've uh, gone back and forth on this. I'm old now, and I don't like driving all day. And um, 
I can handle it on the way back, but I really don't like it on the way up. So I and I like to get out of my state. There's something about these road trips where it's like I got I don't feel good until we're out of my own state. So we left Wednesday about four about o'clock? four o'clock. And we were supposed to be picking up Michael on the way, Brownstone. Right. And we got a a little message just hours before that's like, I'll see you in Chicago. And we're like, okay. And, <laughs> and it was pretty blunt of, I don't want to talk about it right now. I'll see you in Chicago. And right. so the previous night, I, I crashed at my girlfriend's house and we stayed up way too late. And she's like, you're going to be tired tomorrow. And I was like, there's not, all I got to do is drive us up to Tulsa to get Brownstone. He's going to drive us the rest of the way for the night. I can sleep in the car. Right. Have that work out for you. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> Thanks a lot. No, things happen. We understand. Um, really, our car was fairly packed because I pack like a girl is what I've been told. You and, do. Indeed. And Steve brought a lot of stuff for the uh, swag table. So I had one tote. I had a tote and my bag. Don't listen it. to him, folks. Um it's really all Steve's fault. Okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> I do wrong. I do but. overpack. I, I realize that every time, and I tell myself I'm not going to pack as much stuff. And then when I come back from every trip, I unpack like three extra days worth of clothes for yeah. whatever reason. And I don't You know also why. have like the world's largest suitcase. I do. Maybe that's my problem. I think I need to you fill it. You have to it. fill it. <laughs> we, need, we need each a smaller suitcase and you can travel better. That would probably actually be very helpful. Yeah. I normally take just enough clothes plus one day just in case. I know. And if something comes up, I can go buy a shirt or something. I know. I, I should do the same thing, but I'm. Uh, Jennifer always laughs because she's like, why are you packing so much this and that? And I was like, you never know if you're going to crap your pants. And she's like, you're stupid. You don't, but you should. You should really know if that's going to happen. <laughs> it ne- it's never happened yet. But Just in case. So we head off. One day we're going to get stranded somewhere for an extra four days, and you guys are going to be wearing like old, dirty clothes and have to go buy stuff. And I'll There's have a washing clothes. machine at the hotel. Damn your logic, Steve. There's also a Walmart. I can go and spend 20 bucks and get four days worth of clothes. <laughs> we'll talk. That's foreshadowing, actually. You don't even know that. And I'll tell you the story when we get to. Okay. <laughs> when we get to, like, uh, I believe it's Friday. Okay. So. <laughs> And this will be news to me as well. Off we head. We pass Tulsa. And as we pass Tulsa, we're like, oh, should we be picking up Michael? But we keep going. And we hadn't eaten, but we just really wanted to get on the road. And get and out of the state. Out of the state. And like I said, psychologically, it just feels good to do that. Plus, it's like $8 in tolls. I will say this, traveling. We've made this Chicago trip. What now? Seven years? Seven years. I don't mind traveling in the state of Missouri. I really hate yeah. Oklahoma, and I really don't like Illinois. I mean, scenery-wise, like looking yeah. around as you drive. Missouri is pretty. It's really like somebody gobbled up that land and said, uh, we don't want any more from this point on. <laughs> it looks trashy. I can see that. But they couldn't have. No. They couldn't have, It's right? just the mountains. I'm so sure. we uh, we drove. We made some pretty good time we wanted to try to get at least four hours on the road if not we have a 12-hour trip yeah so we wanted to at least get four hours up the road but we were trying for six we stopped and ate at a ruby tuesday which ruby we don't tuesday. have around here we but do we not see have... commercials sometimes on cable i don't know which... i think it's when i'm watching the cubs game it was okay 
It was fine. I'm not going to stop by just to try it out again, though. No. The the biggest disappointment was the fact that they had what looked amazing. Pep, uh, what was it? Pumpkin cheesecake? Right. So we it took a while to get seated. took a while for our stuff to get there. And then our waitresses, because there was two of them, they weren't really paying attention. No, they didn't care at all about us. Not a bit. No refills on drinks, which is fine. We were both having water. And we really wanted them to say, can I get you some, some dessert? Yeah. Because then we would have just said, yeah, oh, some yeah. pumpkin cheesecake. Go and hit that up. But no, they never did. And she just brought their bill. So we paid the bill and left. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother. But don't worry, folks. We did not let that, uh, you know, kill dessert for us. We ran right over to Steak and Shake and got a big old candy shake that we both regretted drinking after our bellies were full. Yeah, Steak and Shake. I had, I had Oreo or... Something and <laughs> you had Butterfinger. I don't think I did. Oh, I had Heath Bar. You didn't have Butterfinger. No. Oh, I had Kit Kat. Oh, you had a Kit Kat. I normally shake. get Butterfinger. I had a Kit Kat, and yeah, there's just no flavor to I it. I think they just had one size. I think that was our deal. I really wish we would have just got like a very small amount of yeah, ice cream. We didn't eat that much. Yeah, for sure. But we made it halfway. We made it to uh, Rolla, Missouri, and, as we uh, normally do. It was packed this time. Every yeah. hotel was packed. For some reason. I, I normally like to stay at Holiday Inn because I have a Holiday card, Holiday Inn card. And it was completely sold out. So we ended up going across the street to the Super 8. And I thought we stayed there the year before, but... No, we didn't. If we did, we didn't stay on the first floor. It was pretty nice, though. It was not bad. I mean, it was... And the, the ceilings were about 25 feet. Right. It could have... Um, Probably on... not quite that high, but <laughs> every bit of 15 or 20. It was... Weird. For sure. Yeah. I, I would say at the very, yeah, it was 16-foot ceilings. Yeah, no idea what was going on there. So I don't know what that was previously, but I, don't, I can't imagine that was hotel <laughs> rooms, but whatever. So the next morning, we, I go out. I'm looking at the breakfast because they have breakfast there. And <laughs> it was just nothing good. But there's a couple old people that had to be in their 80s. And it's just a sweet old lady. And this old guy is like, you want something? Apple juice. What? Apple juice. What? Apple juice. At least eight times. What? And he was three feet from her at the other <laughs> side of the table, if that. Just like, yeah, what? 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 <laughs> Apple juice. What? And I was just like, oh, my God, I can't stand here. So I had to go back to the room. I'm like, I, I can't do this. I don't even know where we ate that morning. We went to Hardee's. Oh, that's right. And we got pictures with the hot dog guy again. Hell, yeah, we did. We didn't said hi to our friend, the that was super hot dog. Eureka, Missouri, right? No, Cuba. Cuba, Missouri. that's where Hicks is. That's where Hicks Barbecue is. So we went by the famous hot dog wiener thing. No idea what it actually is promoting. There's a hot dog stand next to it. It's never been open that we've been there. If you have not seen it, he looks like a penis with a cape. Oh, yeah. And I mean, not like it's a hot dog. No, he's got... It looks like he has testicles. It looks like he has testicles in the back. Yeah. Yeah. So we took pictures with him like we always do we Do when we get the opportunity. Might become a yearly tradition now. And we'll um, have to bring a hat next year. If you think you missed out on that, you can go to Facebook and see the pictures. And... Um, yeah, we went I'm to... sure those people in that town know people take pictures of with course. it because it looks like a penis. But... No doubt. I mean, it probably has its own website. Right. It's pretty Pro awesome. Maybe we should give it a website. We could. <laughs> Next year, we're taking a both-down shirt, though. 
Ooh. We got to put it on them. Okay, deal. <laughs> we just tape it to the front of them we and need take pictures. I'll just, I'll just cut one up, put them on them. Okay. Even better. We'll leave it there. I have no issue with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so got the spicy chicken biscuit at Hardee's. That was pretty good. Mm. Everything else was kind of not good. Mm-hmm. It's kind of white mm-hmm. trashy. and It is Hardee's. Yeah. Don't go there, folks, if you're in another country. No, it's not. The breakfast is good. It's, yeah, not that one. That one was not a good location. Steve messed think. everything up by ordering a side of bacon. And oh, it's fast man, food. And you, they don't get that. Nobody needs a side of bacon, so they didn't know what to do. And then it took them about 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Something. <laughs> yeah, way longer than we should have been there. Yeah. <laughs> it was food. Uh, we were looking forward to um, hitting the road, though, getting up to Chicago, checking into our hotel because we wanted we were going to meet with uh, Johnny Pilatus mm-hmm. of Zlurpcast fame, if people still listen to that podcast. It still exists. <laughs> I know. Of Kickstarter's successful Death Path campaign. Right. Um, so we hit the road. We never officially had lunch, right? Oh, we, we kind of did. did. We did. We, we, I want to forget this lunch. We made a horrible mistake. So up to this point, Steve really kind of got... I, I wasn't I being to, demanding, but I wanted he to got to, the final say on Ruby Tuesday. Because we don't have one. Never been there. Haven't had a Hardee's officially around here, so Steve right. wanted to eat there. And then he makes the choice for Blimpy Subs. Now, our choices were Blimpy Subs, McDonald's, McDonald's, or gas station food. Right. So out of those three, you would think Blimpy's is the best choice. It wasn't. We, we walked in, and it smelled like a crazy cat lady's house. <laughs> Which is probably a warning sign number one. Yeah, it should have been. It really should have been. I thought maybe it's just a really strong cleaner, so it's super clean. No. It was... I, I I wanted to get a panini, but I just went ahead and got their regular sub because that's what they're known for. It, it, it was it was bad. I I took it outside because I couldn't stand the smell. That's how bad the smell was. Right, and I get my food while Steve's outside. But by the time I walk outside, Steve already has his wrapped up and he's ready to throw it away. <laughs> oh yeah. And I said, "It's not good, is it?" No, go ahead, go ahead and eat. Go ahead. I said, "I'm already done with mine. Look." And I was like, you're not done with yours. You're done eating it. But you only took like two or three bites. No, yeah. no, no. It's fine. He's a big fat liar. Now, the Pepsi there was amazing. Pepsi was really good. But when you say the Pepsi's amazing because nothing else is, not I, good. I literally had two or three bites and I just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> Spongy bread and just. So I was super upset. I'm like, damn it. Waste all that money. And as we're going. I look in the glove box for something. I can't remember what. And I found beef jerky. Not from like super long ago. It was from the previous day. And he was so happy. It was so like happy. finding a treasure. It was. It was really good after that crappy lunch. Uh, we drove on up through Chicago. We checked into our hotel. We unpacked. Uh, I think we had maybe 30 minutes at the hotel. Not if, much. If that or so. Basically said, hey, we're here. And then Johnny, Johnny met us. Up. Yeah. And then um, we went over to... Giordano's. Giordano's. And we both got... Basically, Johnny and Steve split a pizza. Yeah. And I was a Should... hog and didn't because I thought, I'll take it back to leftovers. And last year, there was a microwave at the hotel. So why not take it with us? We have the ice box that we brought with mm-hmm. us. We can have leftovers. 
Pack up the pizza because I get all the weird toppings on there that I nobody else wants. I think I'm done getting cheese. You need something else now. Yeah. Just, I haven't really cared the last couple of years. Okay. It's fine, but I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm just growing out of it. Maybe so. You know, it's not as special anymore. No, I thought it was pretty damn special. <laughs> it was pretty delicious, but that's right. why I got the toppings I wanted. Um, we played some Death Path. We did. Uh, then we packed everything up afterwards, and then we went back to the hotel. We played more Death Path. Mm-hmm. And then um, Rich Heffern met us there. Yeah. He's, he was already checked in in there, so he came down, and he played some Death Path. And we all took turns playing the different characters of Death Path. And, uh, you know, just playtesting the game. and It's going to be a good game when it comes out. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, I thought I had a big rules quandary, like, what if this scenario happens? How's Johnny going to handle it? He hasn't addressed this. And he had an answer for it, so I was really happy that he <laughs> and did. it was also like, it's a super rare thing that it'll happen. It happened to me the first time I played it. Yeah, it was pretty it was awesome. Like, Damn it. it. caused you to lose the game. Yep. Steve, I got Steve lost, got in, the lost in the maze. Yep. But I was glad he had an answer for that, and it was a lot of fun hanging out with Johnny and stuff. Then, about the time the Three Die Block crew came into the hotel, Johnny left because mm-hmm. it was getting late. We were watching the Patriots game, watching them get smoked by the Chiefs. Right, really fun. Um, nothing I can do. I don't play. I don't have any interest. So. Well, that's because you're a Bears fan. Why would you like any type of football? Pretty much, yeah. I did. I've already figured out that we are not playing fantasy football with our friends, which right. is we play for nothing. We play just because it's something fun to do. Yeah. Without having that, I haven't wanted to watch as many games as I normally do. You don't give a crap. Yeah. Playing fantasy football makes you really love NFL football. And if you really want to pay attention to every game, college and professional. Then you do a pick'em league when you <laughs> no, put a hundred dollars down. No, I don't want to do that. Every year, that guy wants me to keep coming back. He's like, "Well, you came in second that last year, or that one year." I'm like, "I don't care. I don't, it was too much pressure. I don't want it that." <laughs> I forgot you did that one year. Came in second, one through two hundred, three hundred bucks, something like that. Wow, that is good. Not going to complain. But that but is a lot of money. A lot of money. Line. Yeah. Um, so once the three dot block crew came in, chance was still lamenting over rosters. He was tired. Yeah. He went to bed after saying hellos to everybody. And then, so it was, um, the three dot block crew was chance drew TJ O'Shea and Nick Rudinsky. Sounds right. And so, uh, drew TJ, Nick, myself, rich, and you sat out, but watch, we played Citadel's. Right, yeah. Um, it was a fun little game, actually. I Seemed mean, fine. Reminded, I've never played it before, so that's why it was interesting. And I knew I was going to have dreams about it. Because every time <laughs> I play a new board game, I have dreams about, like, you could have done this. You could have done this. And, like, I don't know why that yes, is. See, we're just so wired differently. Because you don't care. I don't even think about it afterwards. <laughs> I know you don't. Just don't care. Well, it's bit. not even a, I don't know if it's a game I would <clears throat> own. Although I did check out that there's a new, what we were playing was an older version of it. Okay. And uh, there's a newer, kind of bigger box set with a lot fancier art and chips <laughs> and stuff like that. It's still neat. Do you own this game? Do you like this game? How about giving us money again for a better version of the game you <laughs> well, own? Well, that's what they're going to do forever. Sure. If you're into board games. That's why there's 45,000 different versions of Monopoly. <sighs> well. Different types. Does anybody play that, though? Kids. For a little while. 
But um, we had fun playing Citadels. Rich came in first. I came in second. I don't remember where the other guys ranked. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter because all I just mad at Rich because he got first. First and then the first loser. That's all that matters. <laughs> Damn it, Rich. <laughs> um, then we kind of hung out just a little bit, talked, BS'd a little bit, and then I think we called it a night because we had an early morning that next day. Is that correct? Yeah. Oh, and the hotel, we did not see a microwave. But I thought, it was here last year. It's going to be there tomorrow morning. And last year, they hid it for some reason. At like, night, We yeah. asked, like, Where, didn't you guys just have one this morning? Oh, we put it up. So, like, oh, no big deal. It'll be here when we need it. Right. So, that's where we ended up Thursday night. So, already hanging out with your friends. Already worth the trip. Did we go to Oberweiss then? On the way in? Hmm. Didn't we go there on the way in and get... No, we went with Johnny. Because that's when me and Johnny was looking at Oh, yeah, I was on the way. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. You guys were being creepy. Yeah, we were being... I forgot about that. We did go to Oberweiss on the way back to the hotel. We were being creepers. Steve was getting chocolate milk. That's when you got the delicious chocolate milk. It was really good. And then we went back to the hotel. It's really awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff if, if you're there in Chicago, but... Really, I had a really fun night just hanging out with people at this point. Oh, absolutely. Um, we meant to go to a different place that Jeffro recommended, but didn't get a chance to go to it. Man, that's because we do all these other... We need more time. I know. We need like a week before Chaos Cup and like four days after Chaos Cup. Yes. Or just not play. So we should run a Kickstarter for Stephen Scott's trip to Chaos Cup. And then we need to raise like... Like a Patreon. We need like $3,000... So we can supplement our income because we're just going to call into work and not have time off. <laughs> so I'm gonna, not against this idea. I'm not either. We could do this for the podcast. People want to know. We could do this for the World Cup. <laughs> and then we'll record something special for the World Cup and take a video of, I don't know. Hmm. The both down. The World, actual World Cup. The actual World Cup. I might be willing to travel that far if... <laughs> If somebody else would pay for it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really awesome. We'll to get to that Cup. later then. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome to go to World Cup. Anyways, we're going to uh, take a quick break because we are getting ready to go into a busy Friday. Clark, what are you doing? Just relax, Ellen. This is so dangerous. We have no business being in an area like this. Well, look at it this way, honey. This is a part of America we never get to see. <laughs> that's good. No, that's bad. I mean, uh, we can't close our eyes to the plight of the cities. Kids, you noticing all this plight? This will just uh, make us appreciate what we have. Roll them up. So, Friday morning, we uh, wake up. I think we eat breakfast at the hotel. Yeah, we just grab something quick. Yeah, because there's free breakfast there. And then we hit Pretty the crabby. road into downtown Chicago. Yeah. Papa Ooh. Drew now has made it the last couple of years, made it a point to we have to do something like a family vacation. Yeah, it's awesome. Because we went to the Field Museum last year. And this year we went to the Shedd Aquarium, which is right next door to the, the Field Museum. Yeah. Good input. And then Saturday. No, 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 no. no. I was thinking about like vacations that my dad used to plan and stuff. I thought you were trying to figure out which one of us was Rusty, which one of us was Clark. Oh, no, no. 
Drew's I, I part. think I just feel the same way when we're on a tight schedule. It bothers me. It's not really that tight of a schedule. I know it's not, but it's on the. We the, basically had if the it was whole on, day allotted no, to no, go no, to no, the no. thing I, that lasted two that. hours. It's a weird feeling because I know Friday is when everybody comes in. Right. If we did all that stuff on Thursday, which I know we can't do because none of us have that much time off, just right. like we talked in the last uh, uh, segment, I wish we could do that on Thursday. So then we could sleep in on Friday, and then we could see people as they come in. We can't do it all, though. No. That means we'd have to leave on Tuesday. If you're sleeping in on a vacation, you're doing it wrong. Oh, my gosh. Get out of my face. You're like... The second day. You're the guy who goes to Vegas and sleeps in until like noon because yeah. you could. Yeah. Dude, my dad and I went to Vegas. We'd be up until 3 a.m. and wake up about 7 a.m. There are things to do. Like what? Walk around and look at people. Look at fish. In Vegas? Maybe. I'm sure there's an aquarium I'm sure there. there are. No, we went to, so we did go to downtown Chicago. Drew had the big minivan, like a good. Soccer yeah, dad. He rents a van from the work. Who was it? It was me, you, Chance, Chance, Drew, Drew and, and Nick. Nick? Mm-hmm. Was it just us? Yeah. TJ had to finish some work, so he wasn't able to come. Right. He was working from the hotel. Brownstone wasn't in yet, so he wasn't able to come. Right. So we went into to like like Steve said, the Shed Aquarium this year. It was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. And yet, I feel like I never can absorb enough of it. No. It, Chance loved the shit out of it. Chance was having orgasm after orgasm. Did Chance never go anywhere as a kid? I don't know. He just <laughs> loves fish. Um, but That explains a lot. It really does. Clammy, kind of pale. He's a flounder. <laughs> I thought he was powder. That's Chris Engel. Oh, okay, okay. Second time that's come up today. Wow. I was messaging someone. Oh, okay. I'm sure he's going to be happy. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. But, yeah, it's an aquarium. Aquariums are cool. But, I mean, it's kind of you're just going to look at stuff or you really get involved and look at all the exhibits and read everything. I always and tell I myself I'm going to take my time and read all that stuff. But when I go with people, yeah, I feel like i got to keep moving to yeah, make the group happy. Exactly. If you went by yourself and you you could spend all day there reading everything. It was like the museum last year. It was awesome. Yeah. Museum last year, though, you could have spent three days in there and probably not absorbed enough of right. it or appreciated it all. And the museum last year was just awesome. Yeah. And the aquarium, the aquarium I, I really liked, cool. too. Yes. Um, I did not like the... We, we got to go pet, pet the... Uh, stingrays? Were they stingrays or manta rays or whatever they were? Yeah. Whichever ones you manta could rays. pet. They were assholes. To you. Well, Drew said I was touching them wrong. You were touching them incorrectly, yes. So the bad touch. <laughs> I don't think I was touching them wrong. Drew just claims that you're supposed to put your hand in the tank and let them come touch you. Right. And they would come near you and you'd punch them. No, I didn't punch them. I did. Just closed fist right in the face. No, I got f- this furious. This is Steve Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> I'd look back and maybe I was touching them wrong because when they'd swim by, they would like avoid my hand and mm-hmm. then that made me mad. So like <laughs> I kind of kind of like wow. pressed down to this touch them. everything about your relationships. <laughs> She didn't do what I wanted, so I punched her in the face for Steve Irwin. <laughs> for Steve Irwin. Fuck you, bitch. Steve Irwin would have done no, it. No, I walked out of that place. They, they'd flop around, and <laughs> I swear one of them right from the beginning like snuck up behind me. I thought he was going to bite me. Drew was laughing. 
They can't sneak up behind you. No, like you're I was, looking into the pool. I know, but one was coming <laughs> one at me, did not and I was paying attention to it. And the other one, I turn around, and the other one is like just about to like gobble my hand. And because of the Steve Irwin incident, I don't trust any of them. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised they let us touch any of these, but I had water all over my shirt because this thing would flop around, and I got to touch them like three times, but they were jerks every freaking time. So, anyways, I don't know. I don't know if I really like the manta rays. Well, they don't they can, like you either, apparently. <laughs> Drew was getting a big kick out of that. <laughs> um, got to go touch starfish. Yeah, and there's something else we have to touch. What was it? I thought. I don't remember anything. I think there was something else. Was there like little Reeks, sharks? Coral. Oh, I thought there was a, something else slimy. Slugs? Sea slugs? No. Sponges? I thought it was some other... F- Anemones? Wasn't there like little little tiny like weird sharks? Or am I getting that confused with the other... Little tiny weird sharks. <laughs> okay, um, well, evidently, we touched three things. I got to touch three things. Was this in the bathroom with Drew? <laughs> something slimy and pale? <laughs> Right, right. It was so uh, close. Get on your knees and close your eyes. It was a a white dwarf uh, albino snake, sea snake. Oh, okay, it Just was really tiny. Mouth. It was really tiny. Just spit up. It smelled horrible. Yeah, I don't know how Drew kept holding it in his hand, but they let him take him into the bathroom. Oddly enough, really fuzzy for a fish. <laughs> That's his. That was his habitat. He uh, was okay. hiding in that bush. Yep. Anyways, no, there was something else we touched. I touched three things. And I was really excited by that. I had no interest in touching anything. I know. You're the guy who was so let, excited to we gotta touch. get up early. We gotta go do things, and you didn't touch anything. Why? I, I touched myself as I saw everything. My heart. No, you didn't. Not my penis. I touched my own heart. We did see the cool <laughs> I'm not even gonna say what I think they look like, but the <laughs> Wow. What are the the white beluga whales. The beluga whales. Yeah, yeah, those are cool. Got to see uh, a sea show, some dolphins and stuff. <laughs> okay, that sea show it sucked. I'm glad we did it because it was free as yes. part of our ticket. Kids would have loved it. Yeah, but it was a lot more about. It was other like it was scripted fish. from the guys that wrote South Park. Oh, as a parody. Yes, I can see that. I mean, the guy was so fake talking. I'm so excited. Yeah, but he's got to do that for the kids. But he was so dead inside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was dead inside. They all are. It was impressive how they did like use sign language to talk to the dolphins and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they trained them, but in my head, I was going like, where did the frick did they start this? I mean, it, it's they so... shock them until they go left when they <laughs> pointed left? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Now, I'm pretty sure they don't do that. I'm pretty sure they don't either, but that's exactly what I thought of. But yeah, there was a lot about, this is humanity. Humanity comes together. There's many animals, blah, blah, blah. Here's a dog. I'm like, I don't want to see a dog. I'm in an aquarium. Yeah, I was hoping that they were going to push that dog into the water and have a shark <laughs> eat it or something. This is what happens when a this dolphin when find, plays with a dog. <laughs> when we find a stray dog, we feed him to the fish. <laughs> it's the circle of life. Actually, I thought the dog was going to get on one of the dolphin's backs and ride around. You really thought that? I was really... I think I was hoping. Were you hoping? Or I think I was hoping. I, that's but better. it did cross my mind many times. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is only going to be impressive if yes. Peaches the dog gets on one of these... Stupid dolphins, that, not stupid. That would have been awesome. And ride around. Yeah. But all they did was bring peaches out, and they fed her 100 snacks to sit still. Yeah. This is how we train them. 
Oh, you could tell okay. I'm old too because like I was watching how many times they give him snacks mm-hmm. just to keep the dog content. It was driving me nuts. I was like, no, you need because you wanted the snacks. I kind of wanted the snacks. Okay. <laughs> no, I didn't want the snacks. Although we did get hungry. Yeah. And this is where <laughs> we want to talk about the, before we do that. We want to talk about the 4D exhibit that we saw? Oh yeah, movie. let's do that. We got the special 4D shark adventure movie. Now, was this included in the price, or was this extra? Yeah, apparently it was included. Okay. Thank God, because that sucked. It was... It was okay. It was not It was not three, long enough. It wasn't even 3D, let alone 4D. It was, too. Barely. So, when this thing... The 4D experience is where you sit in this theater, and like when they have this shark uh, breathe, they, they pump air... That the was seat. the whole best thing was air just coming down on me. Did you feel the hot. bubbles? Saw the bubbles at the beginning. As they went into the water, these bubbles came down. I thought it was going to be like I thought one of y'all bu- spit on me oh. at one point because it, came, it hit the back of my head and right. popped. And I was like, they're flicking like water or something at me. I was mad. Or the, the seats would... Yeah, the seats would vibrate. Not, not The seats would not actually vibrate. There was like a vibrating mechanism that sucked. It was like a maybe 10-minute documentary. Yeah. I really wanted more. Yeah. But And I, I thought I thought it was gonna be like the roller coaster ride thing where you're in an actual seat that does all that stuff. It was just like some crappy high school auditorium We should have touched the stingrays. Should have. They've touched me <laughs> in my heart. Yeah, they I tried to attack me because they were jerks. So that was pretty much the whole day there. We saw a giant turtle. We stayed there for a long time. And surprisingly, a lot of people bought souvenirs. By a long time, you mean two hours. No, we were in there longer than that. Weren't we? Two, maybe three hours. It wasn't that long. Hmm. Like, it didn't seem that long. Well, either way. I didn't see any animals poop. I was kind of disappointed. I mean, you... It'd be kind of hard to see, wouldn't it? Well, I used to have goldfish that swim around with a big old string of poop out of their butt. Good point. But saw an awesome old sea turtle. That was really fun. Yeah. He was giant. I could watch some of those tanks forever, though. Yeah. Those are kind of cool. I really wanted to see, like, an octopus eat or something, but they didn't. No. We saw I know that's octopus. probably rare. Yeah, I will say the octopus was in a cave when we saw him. Right. I mean, they probably eat once or once every two days or something. No idea. But I wanted to see that. Okay. Got to see those weird uh, the electric eels and stuff. Those yeah. things are creepy. Yeah. Uh, pretty much anything underwater is creepy. Well, that's that's spoken for truth. Except got, otters. Otters are cute, but I think they're assholes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. I think they would probably rape you if they could. Mm-hmm. Probably. Got to see some frogs, Steve, like that. Yeah. They're fine. Because they're in the cage. Yeah. Well, glass container. Yeah. If that was in a screen cage, would that have bothered you? Yeah, because it'll come out. Okay. We got to see those poison ones. Those are neat. Those were actually neat color-wise. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to get a slant team with all the different like poison frog right. colors. Um, then we were going to just grab like a hot dog or something yeah, from the vendor. Real, like I said, it was really early. It was like one thirty or so, something like that, if not earlier. I think you're wrong on your time. Might have been about 2. I think you're wrong on your time, but that's okay. Anyways, I don't know. We, since we had a whole bunch of the day left still, we decided to go to Navy Pier, which is just a boat ride away, literally. 
So here's here's what I'm going to say about this. It was a boat right away, yep. and I really didn't mind riding the boat. Okay. I know people are going to say Scott was grumpy. Scott was grumpy because he was cold. And I wish we would have took my... I wish I would have carried my sweatshirt around if I thought we were going to go to Navy Pier that way. We never thought about it. I know that. Yeah. I'm not mad at anybody. Yeah. I was just freezing cold. Because it was... It was, the wind little, was, it was a little chilly. If I would have had a little stocking cap on, my little bald head would have been fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got to take a water taxi Logic, over. though, it was neat. It was neat. But we, you realize we paid, there's five of us, we paid I, $80 yeah. just to go get a hamburger and beer. I made the suggestion that it'd be cheaper if we all paid Drew just to drive over there, but nobody wanted to do it. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I was wondering why we just didn't drive. Yeah. I liked the boat ride. That was actually the funnest part of going to Navy Pier. It was neat. Because Navy Pier was nothing more than, to me, a tourist mall. And Basically, that's really what it is. I mean, yeah, it's not a whole bunch else there. We did get to eat at Harry Carey's, which I thought was cool. That so was always cool, wanted to but eat you paid you paid for it because you were eating at Harry Carey's. True, and it was a well. I don't. I'm probably never going to go to the original Harry Carey's because it's a that steakhouse. place is so packed too. Right, I've tried a couple times when I was in Chicago. Really, the waiting list was so long. Yeah, was, I believe that. So I figured that's out of the ballpark. No pun intended. But uh, so this one was good. They had a whole bunch of memorabilia. Sure, it and everything. was it was fine. It was just you were paying for Harry Carey. So yeah. Everything was probably four bucks more just because. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but the funny thing about that was, is we specifically asked to sit inside. So they sent us. <laughs> we had I to mean, walk all the way through the restaurant to the front, and they had like awnings where you could sit outside. We were like one yard away from officially being outside. Yeah. It was like a sunroom, and we were same area. Yeah, it was still just as cold as outside. It wasn't as cold. There was less wind. Okay. So it was a little bit better. <laughs> but it was fine. We we ate there. Chance? Chance wanted to go on the Ferris wheel. Was that a fear that he had, or is it something he just never did? Both, I think. Was he afraid of heights, maybe? I think so. He really like kind of manned up and said, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do it. I'm just going to go do it. And yeah. he went, and I was proud of him. He even wrote it by himself. Yeah. You went to McDonald's. Yeah, I just I was too scared, being fairly broke, that I would be tempted to buy something if we mm-hmm. looked around long enough. And I'm glad I just went back to there and hung out. Chain, uh, Drew, Nick, and I went to the end of the boardwalk. And where where Drew ended up buying a sweatshirt, yeah, and about forty dollars worth of nuts. He had a lot of nuts. That's what I was scared of. But we, I was scared I'd just get bored and go like, "Oh, I'm gonna talk with my belly." Because when I get bored, I get hungry for whatever it was, reason. It was neat to see everything. We got to the end of the dock, and there was a cinnamon Willy Wonka down there. That's what we named her. Oh, some old Asian lady had a pure on red outfit <laughs> with like okay. a red top hat. Okay, that's awesome. Literally a red top hat. So we nicknamed her Cinnamon Willy Wonka. That's cool. You should have got a picture with her. I think Drew took a picture of her. Oh, that's without great. asking. Oh, well. Why would he ask? I mean, it's just what you do there. <laughs> it was an interesting look. Say that. And then we got tickets to go back after being over there for about an hour and a half. Right. And, and on the way back, we saw a regalia team. Did you see... The girls that sounded like they were straight out of Boston. Oh, yeah. Or the south side of Chicago, I yeah. guess is what I was told. Yeah, they were not uh, classy. <laughs> they were, yeah. They were kind of dressed up 
like they were going out to the club, but it was five o'clock at night, Navy Pier. Right. Like I imagine them being easy, but you're gonna have to verbally spar with them to get it. <laughs> Am I right, wrong in uh, that? No, like you're, you're wrong I know this right. is gonna be easy, but is it really Look, worth I'm my time? I'm not gonna time? go to bed with you unless you buy me two mojitos. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. Those are probably beer girls. PBR is the best. <laughs> they were like, I'm so they white were smoking girl cigarettes and lighting one from the next one, oh, and they were like, "Oh my god!" It was, it was oh just. I, I kind of looked for the cameras for like one of those the Housewives of <laughs> South Chicago. Wow, that'd be interesting. They were definitely White Sox fans. Oh yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> no, we rode back. From the pier on our little boat, and that's when we saw what would you say it was a yachting team regalia team. They were having a, a actual race with referees and everything. I don't know if they're there. racing or if they were just practicing. They well, there was referees out there, the, yeah, or officials or whatever they do. One or the other. Um, but they got real close to the boat. Yeah, five man crew on those fancy yachts. Not not like an actual yacht yacht, but you know the like the world or the the America's Cup would use. Mm-hmm. What was interesting, too, in that about hour and a half, the winds died down, and it was not as cold. Yeah. I mean, like, significantly not as cold. That's why I was wondering if maybe they were just practicing like they were waiting for the... They might, also, might have also been a race, and they are just waiting for the winds to die down some. Oh, they could have. Yeah. Because the water was fairly rough. They even said that you know, when we left. They said yeah. it could get bumpy, just we'll be fine. You know? On the way over, it was a little bumpy. Bumpier than I like. Oh, that See, that didn't bug me at all. Yeah. But... Anyways, control issues. Yeah. Yeah. The whole, eh, even if we went in the water and I had a life preserver, I'm not going to enjoy this. (laughs) Well, who would? I don't know. Chance. The older, when I was young, I did not mind going to swim like in a lake. I mean, you got to go swimming. I was happy. Even as a kid, I was like, fuck no. Have you seen what we pulled up from there? The older I get, the more I'm like, I never want to swim in something I can't see the bottom of. And we have a lake here called thunderbird um that's what it's called to pretty much everyone else anyone local it's called dirty bird because you get six inches into that water and you can't see anything <laughs> it is pure brown and red yeah it's not pretty we used to go there to swim as a kid yeah and, and you get some giant catfish yeah not for me if you fish off the docks we used to use a uh, little hot dog pieces mm-hmm. and get little fish and yeah. then Use the little fish to catch Keep the big the little fish. fish to get the big fish. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what else did we do on Friday? We drove back in traffic. Traffic was horrible. It was awful. Um, but true drove, so that was nice. I, I think I might have fell asleep. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> on the drive back, we were discussing plans for something we'll be talking about in the future. Yeah, we were talking about that, and then, um, anyways, we got back to the hotel. We hung out for a little while. As we got back, we saw Katie and some people loading up to go over to level 257. That's right. They were in a hurry to do that. Because that was the evening's festivities for a lot of people. Right. We did not do that, but we met at Hakuza. Well, we said we were going to eat at 8 for whatever reason. Because I think we expected to be back later than we got back. Mm -hmm. So, like, Saul and some people wanted to go with us, but they didn't want to wait until late. So we ended up going really late. Kind of threw everything off a little bit, but because normally we go about seven, right? Yeah, if that something like it that. It threw us off just enough. So yeah, we did. Is it Yakuza? Am I saying no, that? No, uh, Hakuya. <laughs> Hakuya. Whole different thing. 
Sorry. <laughs> I guess it is a little bit different. Little bit. I don't really know what Hakuya stands for in Japanese. I'm pretty sure it's not the Yakuza. Okay, well... Uh... <laughs> we went to Triad. <laughs> Anyways, we went there. Uh, we had a great time. We had... A um... whole bunch of people. Yeah, there was eight of us. Uh, Chance, Drew. Hess, uh, you, me, Brownstone. TJ, Nick. You said Brownstone, right? Yeah. Uh, Johnny Bull was supposed to come with us. And, and I messaged him and messaged him and, and messaged him. And I even had the hotel call his room. And she called a couple times. Never heard from nope. And then we found out he laid down and <laughs> went into a coma. It's like, I'll take a 15-minute nap. Crunk. Dead <laughs> to the world. <laughs> no, we had a good time. We ate a lots of sushi and had a lot of good talk, talking and just hanging out with people. I had their uh, teriyaki chicken again, which is Still good. good? Yeah. And that's the only place I know of that fries the rice to where, like, every individual piece is just crunchy. It's weird. So it's good. Yeah, it's good. Okay. And uh, got chicken wings this time. Those are always good. Yeah, I really don't remember exactly what we got. We just got a lot of rolls and a shared of, it. Yeah. And Drew tricked uh, TJ. Oh, into eating into something eating spicy. spicy. And what did he say before that? No one tells Fat Boy what to eat. And no, then, yeah, that was a Michael thing. He had an extra piece of something. Wasn't that Michael that did that? No, Michael had the extra, but okay. it was a spicy thing. Yeah. So Drew was like, you should get TJ to eat that. So Michael picked it up and tried to give it to TJ. And TJ's like, no one tells Fatty what to eat. And then next second, he was eating it. It was, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> no willpower. It was It was really funny at the time, folks. Yeah. And then he was really hot. He didn't like it. Yeah. He was like, oh, you tricked me. But it was good stuff, once again. So Very good. Then proud you, to do that every year. Then, did we stop at Oberweiss then? I don't think so. I don't think we had Oberweiss. No, because you guys went to We went to the level game. 257. And I stayed, back. I stayed back. Johnny Bull woke up, so he actually joined us. Uh, Chance did not go, did he? No. He went. He was ready to go to bed. He wanted to get a good night's rest because right. he was taking cask up serious. And I said, I'm going to try to go to sleep too. And then I ended up going to get a drink, then turned into Oprah Solo. <laughs> and I came back and watched some guys play games for a little bit. But I still got to bed at probably 10.30. Uh, I, we went over there. Because Drew said he's going to be back by 11. And he was not. You guys he said 11 or midnight. Okay. I, heard, I just heard the 11 okay. part. So. Yeah, and uh, Tom Andrews was still over there. Got to talk to him about pinball machines. Uh see. Siggy Lama was still over there. Pat was over there. I don't remember. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. So there was a few people. And unfortunately, wasn't as cool as last year. Like, it was a lot busier this time. But that's because they had a lot of redemption games, which hmm. they didn't have last time. So all the cool old machines are just kind of back in a corner, and all the redemption machines had the big area. Okay, still did some four-person Mario Kart racing. I talked fun. to some people; they still said they had a good time. So yeah, I guess it, it was a like good was choice fun. for uh, we can come eat yeah. something, stay as long as we want, or go back to the hotel. And exactly, play games. that's a huge thing. Yeah, I saw uh, Matt Vanderbee, uh, Father Galus, Saul, yeah, and somebody else. They were all playing Scythe. And I really wanted to like. So it looked like they were just setting up, 
I wasn't sure. I really wanted to kind of force my way in. Right. But I can't remember if there was a five, fifth player for that game. But then I also realized I'd be up late, and the whole point of staying back was not to spend money and to go to bed kind of early. Right. So. So this is Friday night, and did you poop yourself? I did not. There was something about Walmart Friday oh. night? Um, we'll get to that Saturday morning. Okay. We'll be right back with actual Blood Bowl talk. I doubt it. First one's here. First one's here. But we're so far away, Clark. Right, right. And at the end of the day, when the lot's all full and everybody's fighting to get out of here, we'll be the first ones out, too, right? Why? Because we're the Griswolds. <laughs> Come on, I'll raise you. <laughs> So now we're on to Saturday. Woke up. Well, do you want to start your story? <laughs> okay. So I was, there's three of us in this hotel room. Yeah, because Michael came in late, but he joined us. Right. So he joined us, obviously, for sushi and all that right. stuff. Um, so I'm waiting to, like, when do I take my shower and mm-hmm. not interfere with anybody? I, I know you guys stayed out a little bit later than me. Yeah. So I was like, do I get up at 6.30? And I'm waiting... I think I think Michael's in the bathroom this whole time, mm-hmm. and I had to pee like really bad. And I'm like waiting for this guy, waiting for this guy, waiting for this guy. Finally, I realize he's not there because I text him, and I, I so was like, pretty sure I did my shower and was out for breakfast before you got up. Uh, maybe maybe you were, but yeah. I was waiting on Michael. Right, Michael, I ran into him on the way out. <laughs> right, Michael got up early. He went to the hot tub in the gym and right. just kind of relaxed. I think he said he might even took a dip of swim. Mm-hmm. He also went to Walmart. Every year that we've gone, oh, Michael okay. goes to the Walmart down the street, and he always finds shorts that are his size for about three bucks or something really dirt yep. cheap. So he went down there again, and he went and bought clothes. So. If he did poop his pants, he would have had plenty of clothes. Okay. He said he got like, I think he said three or four pairs of shorts or something this, like yeah. that. Yeah, I forgot about that. This comes from the <laughs> magical time of giant car dog. <laughs> right. And the jizz incident. Right. So the whole time I'm waiting for Michael to get out of the bathroom because I'm about to pee my pants. Like, I'm really... I'm at hanging the point, on by a thread. Yes. And I was going to go down to the bathroom downstairs mm-hmm. when I finally figured out that Michael's not in the bathroom. And that really ticked me off. <laughs> so then I finally got to go to the bathroom and all that and shower. And I felt so much better. But I was like, I could pee in a bottle or I could go downstairs. And I guess like, I don't really want to pee in a bottle. So isn't it a Christina Aguilera song? Pee in a bottle. Yeah. Yes. It's a, it was a hit for a while. I got to pee in a bottle, baby. Cause the bathroom's full. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so chaos cup morning. Yeah. The, uh, headed down, grabbed some crappy breakfast. Yep. Had some crappy breakfast. Kind of crappier than ever. I think it's, it's worse now. I don't know if it's worse. I think they do have a miso station now. 
You can have so, breakfast miso. Right. So, so I took my pizza down to warm it up in the microwave, and they said there's no microwave. They just refused to admit that there's a microwave in that building, which there might not be. Well, there was at some point. Well, where there used to be a microwave is now, they now have the miso a, station, which I guess is Asian breakfast. Yeah, it's like a soup. I didn't know they ate that for breakfast. I didn't either. But, but also, the, I guess there's a Korean air that stays there because I saw like twelve stewardesses in the lobby. Yeah, that's what we time. ended up finding out. Like they come in like once a week, mm-hmm. so so they have that it for may, them. They just may be off time wise, so it might be like their dinner as well. Oh, that's true too. Breakfast. Whatever. I'm glad they have that right, for them. If that's, yeah. I think it's kind of neat. I was. I was tempted to maybe get some at some point, but I thought, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm right. not going to. Understood. I did take my pizza down there, and because I paid like 30 or $40 for this pizza, I was refusing to eat it. I like I had to eat this. No right. matter what, I'm going to eat this. You're not throwing it away. I'm not throwing it away. So I eat pizza cold, and I hate pizza cold. I used to like it when I was a kid, not as an adult. I've never really liked it. It depends on the pizza, though. This pizza was really good. I was shocked. It tasted really good cold. I had more than I should have. And <laughs> I felt satisfied with my purchase. I was like really shocked. Like I was going to eat one piece right. just to say I ate it. And then I could throw it away and feel satisfied. Nope. I didn't eat any of that crappy breakfast. Nice. But I think that breakfast tasted good the first couple of years because it was free. Yeah, that does help. But I think I'm kind of over that. I think I'm ready to pay for breakfast every time now. We'll get to that later. (laughs) (laughs) But so, yes, early that morning, went ahead, got everything set up at the table. Uh, Katie was nice enough, as always, to let us have a table to sell our wares. Yep. And wanted to say we appreciate everyone who donates and purchases everything. It means a lot. You know, it helps us get to Chaos Cup and back. Yeah, it's a big difference. It's pretty awesome. It's still humbling every year. To go and see people excited to talk to us. Right. I know that's weird, but it still blows my mind. It's like... Yeah, it's awesome. It's also kind of annoying at times. It was like, ah, oh, man, I just <laughs> I just had a crappy game. I don't really want to talk about it. But. I just won my game. Don't talk to me. I just lost my game. Don't talk to me. I just tied my game and came from behind. Don't talk to me. <laughs> that's much. how it is with Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else before we get into the actual matchups? No. I, Tom I, had all of his stuff again. Tom had his stuff out. There was um, the guy with the mats. I can't oh, remember his Malstrom, name. Maelstrom. Jack. Jack from Maelstrom. Jack was there. Finally got to meet him in person. Him that was his awesome. wife. Yeah, awesome, Sean, awesome people. Awesome very people. awesome. Like, even nicer than I expected Yeah, people. Super nice. Got to BS with them the whole time. And almost pulled the trigger on buying a mat. But I, I didn't. I was so close, too. I checked my money. I even checked the bank just to see. Well, it was one of those, like, I could buy this, or I could just give you more money and get another custom one made. That's what I'm going to do, too. That's what I decided. It's like, I'll pay the little bit more extra, get a custom, either Scott Prime or both down or something. And if you've gone to his website, I don't think it's, like, fully updated. It's Maelstrom, M-A-E-L-S-T-R-O-M, design. I don't know if that's how you find it, but just Google it. All I know is if you have a Lizard Man team or oh. a Slyon team or an Amazon team, they have like this Lustria field that's mm-hmm. incredible. And their pictures, like online, don't do them justice. Not at all. 
Because they had, he has this optical optical illusion one that when you look at it online, like there's no way I could play on that. It's just way too busy. But when you actually look at it, he had one in person. It sold immediately because it was amazing. And he had some of those hokey bowls from Jim Left's tournament. Mm-hmm. And we look at them online, like okay, it's interesting, but just again, looks way too busy. No, looking at them in person made you really. There was no doubt the reason they sold so many of those because oh, yeah. in person they're so, they pop, they're beautiful. So yeah, they're very awesome. And he had uh, dice trays that you oh button yeah I forgot those yeah really he had, neat. That, that was the weirdest thing I don't know how to explain this it looks like a mouse pad but it has buttons on it so you can button in up all the, the corners. corners and it's like a little dice bowl yeah so if you're I thought it'd be since I use a dice tower, mm-hmm. to me it would be more useful to play board games with. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you're playing Arcadia Quest or some other game that has a lot of dice rolling, Death Path, mm-hmm. you could take this thing and you could pass it around really easy. And I I'm mean, sure he'd be happy to customize them for you. Yeah, I mean, it was a really cool thing. I've never seen that before. So I don't know if he got the idea of somewhere else. I think I've seen it before, but it's not a common thing. Yeah. Pretty neat stuff. Um Don Roach was there helping out with the painting, painting mm-hmm. competition. They had a whole bunch of uh, raffles for a diabetes association in memory of one of their old players. Right. Um, which was really nice. What else? What else? So. I think that's pretty much it. So if I had to nitpick some Chaos Cup stuff right off the bat. Oh, yeah. Well, we can always nitpick. Um, and I don't. I'm assuming this is not Katie's fault. It sounds Number, like the hotel's oh, fault. The Oh, the tables. The tables. Oh, yeah. The tables sucked. The tables were not as wide. Yeah, I think normally they're 28 inches, and these are 22 or something. It made a significant difference. Oh, yeah. Pitches the, the, were hanging over. The new fields playing sideways would hang over if you had a mat or... Yeah. It, it, that the was a real pain in the butt. would fit perfectly. New ones, any size, any type, would just hang over. It was It sucked. Um, and it's too late for them to do anything. Oh, but for sure. Cause I, I don't guarantee think... you, I would have been complaining to management like, okay, you guys screwed the pooch. Yeah, give us a discount next year Absolutely. or something. Um, what else was there? Um, they only gave us three copies of rosters. Which I know is... you. <laughs> I was talking to uh, Mr. Sigmund Lamar, Jeremy Morris, and he's exactly right. But I don't want to listen to his <laughs> hippie agenda. He's like, well, you have a phone. You can just digitally take a picture of the roster, and then you can have it for your podcast. Okay, you know what? That I I did that. I took a photo of five out of six rosters because I forgot one. It's a pain in the butt to try to pull that up when I have notes elsewhere, and I'm trying to coordinate all this. So, yeah, it's a lot easier for me if I have a copy of everyone's roster. And I just so Siggy is right. It. It does help save paper and ink and cost. I I agree with him. But, but I know plenty the, of people who make notes on rosters. Right. The guy, <laughs> the old guy in me, the Donald Trump in me, wants to grab a copy of the roster and only worry about me because I want the physical copies to write on. Plus, for the entry, you can shell out a few extra copies. So that's a nitpick. It, it, honestly, I guess it in the big scheme of things. Not a big deal, but right. I really wish we would have had the extras. Made it would have made it better for us. Here's where it became an issue. Hmm. By the by Sunday, mm-hmm. the, the some of the people I played did not have extra copies. Yeah, I mean they that just happened. they lost their copies on the way. Yeah, I just 
Well, so I mean, whatever. Played a couple people with handwritten rosters. Oh, that's annoying. With one person, yeah. I mean, I get it. You show up late. Yeah, I'm glad you showed up. But man, that's yeah. Whatever. So we want to get into it. Yeah, let's let's go to. Was there any other minor complaints? Tom did. Tom from Impact did not give me free stuff. I was really upset about that. No, I'm joking. Um, no, I would actually not joking. I would have loved to have some free stuff. He had some cool, free stuff. Is always nice. Did you see his look like shark miniature for a big guy? Yes, that was a, a really nice model. Sounds like Tom's going to have some really cool models coming soon. And actually, we did see some of his really cool models in our swag bag for Chaos Cup. We got our dice. This you know we got dice we had, this we year. Got we got dice. two pairs of dice. We got a coin. A coin, which is always awesome. Love the coins. I don't know what I'm ever going to do with them. them. But when the apocalypse happens, I'm going to have like coins to trade with other tribes. Mm -hmm. They are shiny. (laughs) They are shiny. Um, What else we get? We got a a timer. Egg timer, which, which I don't really need. But I know there was a lot of people there that probably needed them. Yeah. But we had two hours, fifteen minutes around. If you can't get your game done in two hours, fifteen. You're playing wrong. I'm not going to disagree with that statement. And there's times I take a few long turns, but I still manage to get my whole yeah. games in. Sure. Um, what else did we get? Oh, we got a ogre. Tokens. A lar- we got some tokens, which were cool. I like those. Yeah. Tokens are cool. Um, yeah. The impact matter of fact, I, w- I wouldn't mind doing some tokens like that if it's cost, you know, if yeah. we could do that for Oklahoma. Ball. I just like see. the feel of those. Yeah. Those are cool. Um we got a miniature from Impact, a free miniature. It was an ogre, I believe. I have, I could not tell you what that is. I believe it's a. It was a big guy. It's so. a big guy of something. Well, you can use it for whatever you want. Yeah, but it was free, so that free is good. Free is always good. Um, I think that's it. I can't think of got anything. Got a crappy else. pen. A crappy pen. We had better pens at our booth for free. Oh, actually, the- no, we gave away crappy pens too. Yeah, you gave away the crappy pins that were not so great. Is this the pin? Okay, so we just got straight up big pins. Yeah. Yeah, it writes. It's fine, but... It's functional. Advertising. But if you come to Oklahoma Bowl, you get printed pins. Mm-hmm. Sure do. Because <laughs> we fancy like that. We fancy lads. Yeah, whatever. Um, I think that's it. I saw the, some of the fields that was, were made. Fields are really cool. I was really jealous because I thought they were really cool looking. Nitpick those because... Just how we play. But. Oh, some of the design elements? Yeah. The design elements, the turns and all face towards the end zone. Mm. To me, the turns should always face a sideline. I gotcha. Just nitpicky. This is what you like. Yeah. So. But no, they looked really nice. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah, I don't know of anything else. No, I think that was it. I signed some comics and sold some comics. I signed some... Scott Prime cards from the wrestling card game. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Uh big thank you to David Morse, who brought some delicious gummy bears. Oh, you got your gummy bears? Yeah. Those are amazing. There was a those are, my children really approve those as amazing gummy bears, even though Steve says they're not that great. They're fine. He says Harboroughs are still better. I disagree. No doubt. My girlfriend also says they're amazing. So well, thank you, David Morse. She obviously has no taste. I might have to break down and just send David like 40 bucks and say, give me as many gummy bears as you can from this place. They're so good. Yeah. <laughs> There's no Haribo. Haribo's amazing. You are loyal to a fault with Haribo. They're good. All right. Let's talk Blood Bowl. Okay. So I'll start. First round. Played 
Bobby shirts. Think Shrek. First, what was your name? Just to remind people, in uh, case they haven't listened to the last couple episodes. I was the. <laughs> Did, de- can you not remember the de- race you played? No, yeah. Just trying to think of the name. Demon Stump Storm Ravens, Chaos Dwarves. I had six Chaos Dwarves, five Hoppos, one Grashnak, and one Reroll. Nice. And Grashnak was amazing. He's so much fun. Um, yeah, so my first round, Bobby Schretzman. I think he was the odd man out for this tournament. Is he the guy you played at the last table a couple years ago when you played Halflings? Might be. And he got... I didn't really remember. He got Wooden Spoon. Did he have the red hair this year? Like yeah. Dyed red lavender, hair? Yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he's playing Dwarves. You tied him before. Okay. On the on the last table in game six. Yeah. I, I don't want to remember that year. That was the year you finished second to last at Chaos uh, Cup. Yeah. Yay. With the same record as him, but he got at least the award of Wooden Spoon. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> so he had Dwarves. His team name was Knee for Justice. And this could not have gone much better for me. Uh, he was down to five guys at half. He was playing dwarves? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was hurting him left and right. And unfortunately, this game began a trend that went all throughout the, the tournament. I pushed like four or five people out of bounds. I didn't even knock him out. Nobody. Hmm. Every crowd push I had this whole tournament did jack all for me. And that's what I was going for. Well, with Grashnak, anyways. Mm-hmm. So that was unfortunate. I ended up winning two to one. I had five casualties against him to one against me. Okay. Um, my first round opponent was... Uh, first off, I was playing Undead, the Gregor Shockers. Took them four years ago, so I haven't played Undead since. Um, uh, two mummies, one with a block, one with guard, a ghoul with block, sure hands, a ghoul with wrestle, two other naked ghouls, uh, a white with frenzy, a white with tackle, three zombies and a skeleton, which was Ricardo Ferminelli. Right. Number 24. Um, two rerolls. I was, so I was talking to this before. I think Ricardo should always be number 11. Okay, I'm fine with that. Snuffle's sacred number. That way he's always on the the main team. I have no problem with that. Okay, just an idea. Um, Although I wouldn't have to repaint the number on this skeleton if I would have thought of that. Well, yeah. Yeah, Now we know. Well, also, if we get corn and Bretonians voted in, that's going to be 26. I hope not. Well, did you vote? I did. Okay. I voted no. Well, we canceled each other out. I figured we did. Yeah. Because you're a moron. Whatever. Fight me. What races are good? No, they're not. Racist. It's not about that. Racist. Okay. Make America great again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to, while I really didn't think, and I never think that I'm ever going to have the ability to win Chaos Cup unless I go play a ton more Blood Bowl, like online. Right. And actually study other the place. game. And, yeah. I mean, seriously, you got to really oh, practice and study it more. Um you know, I might be able to do. I'd like. I'd love a top ten finish. You know. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, but 
everybody, and I was talking to the chance about this, whoever winds up in that last game has to have some breaks go their way. Well, especially if it comes to a tie and you have to have tiebreakers. Exactly. That's all luck. Sure. So, like, he was still kind of, you know, he was really trying hard, too, because he fell short last year. And I was like, just mm-hmm. the fact that you got to that game is amazing. Because there's, when there's 82 people, yeah, there's, you know, 80 people who don't get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, so that's why I took a more serious team this time around. No snotlings, no ogres, none of that crap. Trying to take the pressure of Chaos Cup and go in and try to do well. Uh, first opponent, Saul. Saul Nicely, um, who is a good coach. He brought his Amazon team, which was very similar to Matt Vanderby's, maybe 100% similar. Okay. Which, I mean, I I take a Matt Vanderby's advice as well. Saul's a good player with his positioning and stuff. Um, he was uh, also called out at the beginning of the tournament as somebody who might want to use the egg timer. Implying um, he's slow. Um. I would say I don't think he's played in a little while because he even mentioned that, you know, he's getting his rhythm and stuff down. Yeah. Um, in the past, truthfully, I would probably have tried to speed up my game, you know, like cause I'm that weirdo that thinks you have to finish the game or it's not a complete game. Well, and also we give bonus points at our tournaments. Right. So I probably would have sped up more, but... I kept telling myself, you relax, you just play your game, just see what happens. Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to finish this game. So luckily, I kept listening to myself, and I just played my game. Um, God, that guy really pinned me really good. It forced me to make a long pass, and I did it, and I made a touchdown. So it was one nothing and a half. Jeez. Um, no, it might have been one to one and a half, because he, he rumbled back really quick. Anyways, long story short, we did not finish the game. We only got to about maybe the beginning of what would be the fourth quarter in American football, like Jeez. turn four or five. Okay. And uh, it ended in a 1-1 tie, tie. Probably if there was more time, he would have won, but there wasn't. So I have to accept that I did my job. Right. Because I'm really struggling with this but I could have lost thing instead of just accepting you won. Because mm-hmm. I know people like Brian, too, don't walk away going, well, I should have lost. Right. But I made him roll dice, and he rolled ones. So that's what a maybe I've got out of this whole tournament, because I'm not happy at all on the first day at any point, to be quite truthful with everybody that I'm ta- <laughs> talking with, because I really wanted to do well at this Chaos Cup, so I put the pressure on me. And even when I did a tie, I was upset at myself. Or, right. Or I downplay myself like, well, I didn't deserve that because of this or that. So I'm going to really work in the future, and it's probably not going to work. But I'm going to try to just accept fate. And when I get a win because somebody rolled a one, just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So if anything, that's what I learned out of this weekend. Round two. Okay. My round two went up against Joe Gruber, Dr. Kitties. Seems like we play pretty much every other year. You guys play a lot. We do. For as many people as there. We seem to be playing about every other year. <laughs> Did he recognize you? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, he had the Iron Peak Rune Lords. He's kind of a quiet guy. Isn't he is. He? Uh, pretty much like most people, you know, or most gamers. They're kind of quiet. Until you, know. you get Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. I don't think he's ever come up and shook my hand or right. vice versa, just because I don't even know if we've been in the same area at the same time, besides playing games. Right. 
as opposed to him like following you outside and watching. We you haven't been the in a scenario where we've been at the same place to eat lunch. Oh, okay. We haven't been in the same. If he's walked by our booth for the both down, I, I haven't been over there while gotcha. he's been there. That's what I'm I saying. I was confused with what, what you meant. Yes. We haven't been at the impact table at the same time that I remember. Right. So. He had, again, like I said, dwarves, the Iron Peak Rune Lords. And just like the last guy, a dwarf team with four guard. Mm. Really annoying. Oh, I'm, yeah. But just like the last guy, my armor... My breaking armor is going pretty good. I ended up getting four casualties on him. Again, nice. against dwarves. He got one against me. I ended up winning one to nothing. Nice. And this one, I think this is when I started keeping track. I didn't keep track all the way through because I just got pissed. Uh, first half, I had three crowd pushes with no injuries. <laughs> and I think second half was one to two. You're getting a lot of pushes for not having frenzy. Yeah. Besides the one, yeah, but the one I was my going in. I have Grashnak, and he's got horns and six strength. Mm-hmm. So and frenzy. My whole thing is I'm using him as my blitzer every turn. I got you. So if I'm doing that, then pretty much I'm trying to get a guy out with him every turn if I can. You know, if I can use him to hit someone else, that's fine, or someone important. But if there's not a valid good target, I'll just find someone near the edge, push, push, out. Right. And he has no wild animal, so you don't have right. to worry about that. Role. No, no wild animal's amazing. So I ended up winning one nothing. That was me. I played Pat Wynn, round two. Undead versus undead. Uh, Pat is an awesome guy. Um, he comes to Oklahoma Bowl every now and then, yeah. stuff like that. He's, He's a good guy. We know him from Austin and everything. Right. He lives in Florida and was glad to be away from the hurricane. <laughs> I bet. Now, he finally did make it back. He went back on, I think, Wednesday of last week. He said everything was fine. Everything so. was fine. So that's Didn't even point. lose power. So he was in a good area. Uh, me and Pat had, looking back at it, after it was all over and driving away from the city of Chicago... We really had a, a fun game, probably if you were watching it. Yeah. Uh, undead versus Undead, it was, I started off, it was one nothing. Um, Pat tied it one to one. There wasn't many plays left. He beat the hell out of me. <laughs> and I mean, just beat the hell out of me. I think it was 11 on seven, or by the time it was over, it was 11 on five. And all, all I had to do was, you know, just to give me a chance to get upfield is to make this dodge. Pat still would have tackled me most likely. He had re-rolls, but you never know. And I failed my dodge. That that one ghoul just crapped the bed the whole game on his dodges and stuff. Anyways, long story short, <laughs> Pat ended up winning 2-1. to one. We finished our game plenty of time. It was a good game, but it was a butt-kicking. And then... A tie's bad enough to get in the first round for the dreams of going to the Chaos Cup final table. Right. This solidified that you're not going. You're just going to have fun. From now, here on out. now you're playing for the best comeback award, Scott. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of Chaos Cup. And I was fairly grumpy. And it was it was still a really fun game looking back on it. That's good. I mean, if you were watching that game. 
in a fantasy setting, you would say it was a good game. Well, to it's, watch. it's undead on undead. That's never a good matchup. I was just on the bad side of the armor rolls. And, yeah. I mean, there was. It's all the, takes sometimes. Honestly, I don't think I played bad. It's just the dice didn't do what I needed them to do. Mm-hmm. I, I can say. I really can't specifically remember doing something like I really shouldn't have done that. Yeah. The whole weekend. I'm sure there was I, one or two plays, but there wasn't enough that I still remember it a week later. I had one major mistake which really pissed me off. One mistake that I realized was a mistake in retrospect. Um other than that, I made I played against some good coaches and both of them at different points were like, man, I didn't even see that opening. Or, you know, I didn't even think you could get me or something like that. So I made good plays that made me feel good. Good. So we'll get to more of that. This game started off with a double skull. And so I just let it be. Pat didn't want to overcommit, so he just moved it just like one square. Right. I'm going I'm to see what you're going to do. The next play, I think, was both down, both down. And I just let that go. I mean, like, it just happened that quick. It was really funny. You're not hitting with your block people first? or I guess you wouldn't be. There was some other reason for it. Okay. I think I think the mummy got stunned with block. Okay. And so then the one with guard went there. Yeah. It didn't matter. But it was just funny. We went through the first couple so was, plays really was quick. Was his roster similar to yours? Because uh, that f- seems to be the what most undead rosters were. I think it was similar. I don't know if he had tackle. Okay. And frenzy, but I could be wrong on that. He might have had an extra guard piece. Okay, I cannot. I honestly cannot remember. No I guess worries. I could look it up on my phone, but yeah, who cares? Um, since I don't have a roster in hand, right? Exactly. I'd have to dig it up on my phone. So we go into round. We go to lunch go at to this lunch point. At Portillo's. I'm a little grumpy butthole, and uh, we go to Portillo's to eat lunch. It wasn't crowded this year. It was still pretty not, crowded. Not like it has been the last two years. Not stupid crowded. No. <clears throat> So I don't know what if there was not a convention in town or whatever it was. I burned my finger. You burned your finger at Portello's? Mm-hmm. On what? I, well, French fries. I ordered. I did not order it to go, but they put it in a bag. Mm-hmm. So I already had my. I grabbed my drink from them, and then I grabbed the bag. And as I do, um, I'm grabbing the like the top of the bag, but that's where the French fries are. So like through the bag, the grease. Got my finger and burned it. (laughs) And it was, I was holding it and I couldn't let go because if I did, the whole thing would fall. And I'm trying to move to a position where I could grab it better. And it just wasn't working out because of, I don't remember if my hand was full of something else. I don't don't know. I think I had my phone out or whatever because it shouldn't have been that bad. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so burned my finger. That was uh, fun. At this point, I felt like the biggest loser at the table because pretty much everybody else was like one well, win, a tie, I or two and oh. Well, yeah. a lot of people did. Yeah. Uh, even Nick running his Lizard Man team was like two and oh at this point. And I'm like, well, I guess <sighs> I'm just the worst player ever. Scott Hess was two and oh. I don't think Nick was two and oh, was he? He might have been one and one. Nick did much better with that build than I thought he would. He didn't have a loss, I don't think, at this point. Nick took a stunty lizard man team. TJ was two and oh with his Kimry. I mean, I felt like the biggest loser at the table. Yeah. I was going like, well, well you, you were. Yeah, I so, know. Thanks. It's just true. So then I, I just jumped into like, I'm going to make my belly full. So I got Portillo, Portillo's Italian beef sandwich and a chocolate cake shake. And what that is, folks, is a milkshake where they just make your milkshake, 
and then they cut a big giant piece of chocolate cake and they grind it up and throw it in there. It was pretty delicious. Sounds interesting. I don't know if I'd get it every time, but right. it sure fit the bill just to like make me feel good <laughs> at that time. Then we went back for round three. Well, we kind of felt I felt rushed. You know, well, lunch is always rushed. We didn't really know how much time we had. Like, stick to the schedule. Okay, well, schedule as in we need to be back by this time, or schedule in because that's forty five minutes, or do we get an hour? Right. Which part of the schedule? Anyways, we get back, feel a little rushed, set up. Lunch at Cast Cup. Honestly, every year feels a little rushed. If if I could change one thing, yeah, I think I would. Start maybe 30 minutes earlier. I don't know if you can do that with that many people. Right. But have a, just that little bit extra lunch time. Just because you got to travel. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Even if your group, if you, you're a group of four, somebody is going to still be playing their game to the time limit before yeah. they can go eat. So Probably. I agree. With, that's, that's the one thing I would change. But it's still fine. It worked out fine. Coming back, apparently uh, I went... Just full-on stupid at lunch. Just full freaking-on stupid. I remember you told me that in a text in about so the first 10 minutes. So pissed. Um, a, I had two wins, and I had nine casualties. So I thought, you know, I, I started at table three, when it, just random pairing. Was that okay. at table three? I won, went down to table six. Okay. And I was like, that kind of sucks. But, you know, random. I won again and went down to table seven. I'm like, why am I going down with winning? You know, I'm thinking I should. So you won round three? Two. Two, okay. I'm not talking about beginning of three. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm at table seven, and I'm just like, why am I here? And I I play Stephen Holcomb, who I knew from a Moracle Cup. Played him. He was one that had the Slon team. Skaven. At yeah. Oracle Cup, he had the Slon, Slon team. team. Okay. Here he had Skaven. Okay. But he gave me fits with the Slon team at Oracle Cup and beat me. Mm-hmm. He's one of my two losses. And it was right after the beginning of the day and everything. So he probably just thinks I'm a frazzled mess because that was when I was dealing with Scott Hess and his tire blowing. Uh-huh. And then this one, I'm just like, why am I playing him? He's got a win and a loss. So I go ask Katie, I'm like, what are the tiebreakers? Come to find out casualties are not part of the tiebreakers. I was like, oh, well, crap. So I had to play a win and a loss guy instead of two win Was guys. he a win and a loss or was mm-hmm. he a win and a tie? Win and a tie, excuse okay. me. Yeah. Um, he had the kick flip crew, which is a Skaven team. And he had two heads on the gutter runners, I think. And I could not hurt his people at all. The whole damn game, I got one casualty against him. And I was knocking him down left and right. It didn't matter. Mighty blow here, didn't matter. Mighty blow there, didn't matter. Push him out of bounds, just hop right back in. <laughs> it was pissing me off. I think he scored first half because he received. And then I scored first half. So all I had to do was walk in with my people. And second half, oh, so sorry. Why I went stupid. Beginning of the game. I had 12 people on the field. <laughs> right. That's right. And I I did receive first half because I set up wrong. He gave me three people to hit. And I put my claw mighty blow 
guys right in front of him when I, or to the side of him when I should have put him right in front mm-hmm. and just, I was completely stupid, made so many stupid mistakes and I was just pissed. So I received, I ended up scoring. He came back. He ended up scoring. Then second half, all I had to do was, you know, get the ball and go down the field, keep him from scoring. Right. Grind it out. Grind it out. Figure it out. Um, I got the ball away from him, and then he got the ball. Then I got the ball away from him. At one point, I was just going to be happy with a tie at that point because just the way things were going, I was mm-hmm. was wasn't looking good. He had a gutter runner with the ball, um, I would say two squares away from the sideline, about midfield. I dodged away with Grashnak to blitz him. I got it, blitzed him, knocked him down. The ball bounces. It doesn't go out of bounds. It bounces right next to him. I have an extra movement. I'm like, I'll go ahead and try to pick up the ball. Even if I don't pick it up, it'll be right next to me. Well, worst case scenario isn't that. The worst case scenario is I go onto the ball, it bounces onto his guy, who I didn't hurt, and then it bounces one square away from me. So all he had to do... Stand up, dodge away, pick up the ball, run down the field. It's like, damn it. So again, I he's booking it with a super high speed. I'm able to get a guy over there. I'm able to knock him down again. So I'm doing fine knocking this guy down, which is good. Again, don't hurt him. I knock him down, and I tried to pick up the ball again. Just because I'll have a guy next to him, uh-huh. it bounces the wrong way, so it bounced closer to the end zone instead of further away. Uh-huh. If it close, if it went further away, he would have had to, he wouldn't have had enough movement, or would have at least had to go for it. Right. No, bastard just pops up, dodges into a tackle zone, picks up the ball, goes away, just like, ah, damn it. So he ends up winning two to one. Mm. I couldn't hurt Skaven. I had nine casualties against dwarves. I couldn't hurt Skaven. I understand. Pissed me off. Okay, well, that's me. No, I, I feel your pain. I play a Skaven team later. Yeah. And the first half was pretty much like your game. Um, it's just that random... Uh, and those random in bounces. In retrospect, I've, I have learned, don't fucking do that. No, I know. The ball is next to your guy. Just leave it next to your guy. Right. But you just wanted to. There was a few times where I did like the, eh, what could it hurt? And then. It always hurts. It's only a 188 chance that it'll hurt me. Oh, it's that 188. Exactly. It was literally a 1 out of 8 that it would go to that guy. And then there was a 1 out of 8, well, I guess 2 out of 8 chance of it going into a place that's away from my guy and not out of bounds. Right. And he got both. And just killed me. Because if it went out of bounds and further away, he can't get it. If it goes back upfield, he can't get it. Sure. <sighs> I understand. Not fall. Uh, round three, I play a gentleman. I want to say his name was Matt Jane. He had a dwarf team. He finished, I think, fourth last year with his dwarves. Oh, okay. Through talking, uh, obviously he wasn't having that great of a year this year if he was playing me mm-hmm. at a one loss and one tie. Uh, really awesome, nice guy. Like, I really thought I was going to probably get my butt kicked because once I think there was 
four guard or three guards on this team, which is a real pain in the butt. Oh, I know. But I, I realize at this point, you know, I have one tie. I have one loss. There's nothing left to play for, but just have fun. So my attitude was a little bit different. And it's like Nuffle blessed me because of that. Like, <laughs> we we were laughing before the game and joking around. And, you know, he seemed like a really awesome guy, too, though. Yeah. And so I was like, we're just going to have fun. And it was like Nuffle said, well, since you're not a turd, I'm going to reward you. And I got a blitz right off the bat. And, you know, I kind of stormed up the field as, you know, based as many people as I could. And then I got maybe not right after the blitz, maybe as a, a play or two later. Long story short, I, I scored really quick from the blitz mm-hmm. and I took one or two of his guys off the field and he had exactly 11 players. Yeah. So that bargain did not work for him this year. I mean, it worked great last year, sure. did not work this year. Um, we laughed. We had fun. It was just not in his dice. And I, I played. I did what I needed to do. I won two to nothing. So That's good. So round four? Round four. Um, I got paired up against uh, our buddy Grant. Now you're going first? Yeah, I'm going to go first. Okay, cool. I'll do this back to back, and then I'll give you the... Okay. I'm sure your results were probably better than mine. Probably. Um, played Spoon. And I knew that he was a decent... You know, Wood Elf coach. Yeah. It wasn't until after Chaos Cup when I saw his ranking, and I was like, holy crap, this guy <laughs> almost had a 200 ranking with Wood Elves. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a game uh, playing Wood Elves versus, you know, the Undead. It's like, okay, he only has 11 guys. I know the War Dancer's going to be a pain in the butt. I know his catcher's going to be a pain in the ass. Just hurt his other guys. Wasn't breaking his armor for the longest time. Dude. I was getting KOs, but I wasn't getting casualties. Yeah. Um, we really had a, a pretty good game strategically. He was waiting to jump into that cage, take the ball from me. I was so glad I had sure hands because he had a strip ball ward answer. Um, I scored, he's now he scored. Then I got the ball back. I scored. And then I got the ball the second half and I was going to grind it out as best I could. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny cause we had a conversation. I think it was that morning about, how me and you have problems. The one-turn touchdown. The one-turn touchdown. Yeah. And Grant told us like what he feels like is the best defense against yeah. that. And I almost got burned by that, too. And so I was, I set up. Uh, it was two to one. I'm kicking off to Grant. And I'm like, oh, God, I, I don't remember how you told me to do this. And he's like, well, I'll tell you after the game. <laughs> <laughs> and so I set up. And he's like, no, I, all right, I'm not going to change anything. You can tell me. And he's like, you did good. But he still tried it, and it didn't work out. So right. it probably was a really good game. I didn't get, like, a billion injuries like I wanted. But, God, the war dancers are so good, so deliciously good. They're annoying as hell. At this point, playing Grant made me wish that I just was ballsy enough to just take the Pro Elves. And, you know. Not a good tournament for Pro Elves, though. It's probably not, but when you have... When Dark you get elves. beat up and sure. you only have eight guys on the field, sometimes you think, at least I'd have four agility. You mm-hmm. know? That's so. true. Watching him play made me want to play elves, I guess is how I, I could see a better way to say it. Um, we had a good game. Um, afterwards, though, he's like, you look grumpy and you just won. And I was like, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> and that's made me kind of reflect after this whole trip. The, you need to just let it be. Most people win Blood Bowl games because they put other people in situations right. to roll dice and roll bad or this or that to happen. It's so. just how the game works. 
Um, but yeah, afterwards looking at everything and driving back and on Sunday night when we were thinking about it, I was like, holy crap, man. He was, yeah. that really was a great win. You and know, he wasn't me. drunk. He was not drunk. He gave me an awesome little, uh, magnet for Canada cause they're celebrating their 150th birthday. Oh, okay. Um, I gave that to my girls. They really like that. That's cool. So Grant, my kids really like that. And we got some cool dice too for yeah. that he ran a tournament for. So, so at the end of saturday uh i had two wins uh a loss and a tie okay and you oh uh, my round four mm-hmm. went up against Corey booms he was playing a vampire team called them which is based <laughs> on that old movie them about the giant ants oh and this guy all of his models were giant ant aliens you were lucky enough to play him his models look really they cool. were amazing so they were ant aliens i have no idea where they're from metal they're very cool looking and when i knocked one down i was like i I noticed there was something at the bottom of them i didn't really know what it was i just thought you know he has washers or whatever um so i knocked one down and he goes oh i'll I'll do that so he takes the model he pulls the washer off the bottom and all of his bases are magnetized and he's got a washer that he puts underneath every character has the character's number and one side is red that says prone, and one side black that says stunned. That's pretty neat. So he can just take the model off, leave the washer down, and go. Were the models delicate or oversized? Is that they look a little, a little oversized? They're a little oversized, and also they have a lot of little arms that you sure. don't want to really mess up. Right. So it made things a lot easier, and it was, it was really neat. And as we we're playing, I'm like, you do realize that your your team has a theme song, right? He goes, "What are you talking about?" I go, there's a Jermaine Jackson song called Escape from Planet of the Ape, uh, Ant-Men. Oh, I he thought goes, you were going to go with the Pink Panther. Did Ant, did Ant, did oh, Ant, did Ant, did Ant, did Ant, did Man. Man. I should have said that. That would have been really douchey because we'll get to that. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I was like, no, it's Escape from Planet of the Ant-Men. He goes, it's named after the movie. I'm like, okay, I, I get that. Okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but it's a really cool... Uh, fine. Um, nobody likes Jermaine Jackson. No, Nobody does. Very underrated. <laughs> He's dynamite. God, so, it's a terrible he, song. It's great. He scored quick, which was fine, and which I'm fine with, because I kicked off to him. He scores. I was able to tie before the half, so we're 1-1. And I just started hurting him left and right and left and right it got so bad that at the end of the second half i'm i've got the ball i'm in the corner i've got a cloud of people around me he's he's down to just three i think he had three vamps um so he's he doesn't have anybody left he's doing (laughs) crazy stuff to even try to get to me because that's what you have to do one of the guys failed to dodge Went off the field, hurt himself. And then there was one guy on the field. I knocked him down, surrounded him, kicked him until he was gone. <laughs> I pitch pitch cleared, cleared at Chaos Cup? Pitch cleared a vampire team. I ended up winning two to one. I had six casualties to his zero. That's impressive. Four games. That's pretty impressive that he's, he was two to one. Well, I mean... I mean, if you're beating him that much up. What am I going to do, score? 
to give him the ball back at, at all. Oh, I guess I stalled so. the whole second half. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Four games, I've got three wins and a loss, and I have, what was it, 16 casualties. That's pretty good. And the one team I couldn't get any casualties on was friggin' Skaven with 11 people. And just... It's more frustrating when you play those teams yeah. with 11 people. Oh, yeah. Because like, you, all you, you know do is get head, one. One or two. two and you, the, you got it. Yep. You at least got numbers. And then it doesn't happen. It's so frustrating. Yep. So I was very happy. Because three wins and a loss after day one, pretty damn good. That is good. Don't sound too excited. No, it is good. I mean, <laughs> that's up to that point. That's yeah. the best you've done oh, in Chaos Cup. I yeah, mean, no you, doubt. Because you never got three wins, right? We talked about this before. Um, I think I've I had three, two, and one, one year. Three, two, one. Okay. I think that was with some the lizards, maybe. No, because I had four ties with lizards. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I think you never got three wins. I think that I'm was pretty the sure deal. I did. Okay, well. Or no, it was what. humans that had one win, two ties, and three losses. Yeah, that's that was I'm your thinking. one, two, three. Your first year, you went two, two, two. Yeah, your orcs. You didn't. You did like me. I think orcs. I had three wins. Okay, maybe you did. Okay, either way. Um. So that wrapped up Saturday day, and there was no real set schedule for Saturday night. No, um, I didn't bring any super show cards. They had a little event. I was planning on getting some cards from Extreme through Mike Muller. Right. Who Extreme told me to get them from Mike. So I asked Mike about him. He didn't know what the hell I was talking about. And I come to find out Extreme, who saw Mike before, forgot to give them to him. So it happens. They were doing a little event. We didn't have cards anyways. We, so we were pretty mentally worn out for yeah, whatever Yeah, we just wanted reason. to hang out with people. So, so we went to Kuma Corner. Kuma Burger. Is it well, Burger? Kuma Corner's it, Burger? Kuma Burger is the restaurant in the Kuma Corner. That was a corner location. Oh, so okay. It's just That's why it's called that. So, uh, and we've been hearing good things about this place for years about heavy metal burger place. There was a burger advertised for their burger of the month on their Facebook page that it made my mouth water and I wanted it so bad. Mm -hmm. So we go to Kuma Burger. Took a while to get in. It did take a while to get in. Um, we get in, they don't have that burger. No. Because each location has their special burger of the month. Mm -hmm. I felt like crying. I wanted to throw a baby fit and <laughs> get my... <laughs> I wanted this one. Because I knew exactly what I wanted. I was waited for like, yeah. waited like 45 minutes. I was like, I don't even need the menu. I know what I need. And then she's like, oh, we don't have it at this location. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Can you make it? Yeah. No. It's the special ingredients we don't have. <laughs> I will say they had the best fried pickles I've ever had. Oh, those are unreal. I'm not huge on pickles, no, but those were great. Those were amazing. And their macaroni and cheese wasn't bad. Yeah. I don't know if it's $14 worth of macaroni oh, and cheese. Good. Fuck, everything was so expensive. Everything was very pricey. Also, I'm, I'm glad we ate there. I got root beer. The root beer was extremely good. But they didn't tell me, oh, by the way, there's no free refills on the root beer. Because it was on tap, right? Yeah. It was like well, the, when you say something's on tap, I don't drink beer, so I think it's a soda. So it's soda on tap. Okay. 
So it's not in a bottle. <laughs> I don't have to keep pint. Right. Fucking $4 each glass. I only had two, thank God. Well, you spoiled American. Maybe you should just drink water. I should have. <laughs> Four bucks a glass is ridiculous. It was a pretty pricey burger. The food was good. It was. I don't know if it was worth the price tag no, we paid at the end. I do not think so. I'm glad we tried it. Yes. I wish I would have selected a different burger. Same here. Because I got one that had uh, well, just everything. Mm-hmm. It had chicken tenders on it and waffle strips and maple <laughs> syrup. It was a mess. But and it had bacon. It had like all three food groups of animal. Right. Without fish. Um, TJ O'Shea, he got, he ordered the pork sandwich, which was actually cheaper than any of the burgers. And it was by far the best food at the table besides some of the appetizers Should've we got. That. I wish I would have. I almost did that, but I was like, "No, we're here at a burger place. Exactly. I need to get a burger." His was unreal, unreal. So if we do go back, I'm getting that sandwich, and I'm gonna be super happy. And some fried pickles, and definitely get some fried pickles. We did the macaroni and cheese. It's okay. I'll eat it if somebody wants to get it, but I don't have to get it. I'd go back. Yeah. It's just I don't have to go back. Now. Right. We did it. That was yeah. good enough. Johnny got hit on by the waitress. Oh, for sure. She won. It's the accent. Oh, yeah. No and the cool tattoos. And the being attractive. And being attractive and having pretty eyes. Yeah. And some nice lips and a tight bottom. Okay, and it's getting a little too real now. <laughs> uh, did we say who all went with us? Uh, we took a whole bunch of people with us. Uh, we uh, Johnny Bull was with us from uh, Double Skulls fame. Soon to be coming back. It's going to be coming back, folks. Also, or at least uh, that's the plan. Frog fame. And the J-Bone Industry Frogs. Uh, Drew Chance from 3 Die Block. TJ O'Shea was with us. Uh, Michael Brownstone was with us. Jeremy Morse, otherwise known as Siggy Lama. Uh, me and you. And then the Godfather himself, Pat Wynn. Yeah. And Nick went to hang out with Darren and Tim, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Nick didn't hang out with us then. But so we had a good time. We did. It did kind of feel weird because once we got back to the hotel... Everybody who went out and eat really quick and came back to play games, they pretty much wrapped things up. So we didn't really get to see anybody like I'm used to because normally on Saturday night we hang out at the yeah. hotel. And we went to the the game room or the, the area, but it was like 1130 and pretty much everyone was gone. Yeah, but I was told a lot of people played games yeah. and we just missed out on it. So mm, That does happen. I will say this. To every Blood Bowl person in the Blood Bowl community... It's pretty amazing. It was 1130 at night. There was very few people in the Chaos Cup room. All of Tom's Impact stuff was there. Mm-hmm. All of the the mats from Jack was there. Our table was there. Now, we always leave our table up and going anyways. Yeah. I, I believe I there was painted teams there. Probably. I, I think. I could be wrong yeah. on that. Everything was there. That we know of. That we know of. Nothing got stolen. That we know of. That we know of. I'm saying as a community for no, people absolutely. to leave that stuff out and they can trust the community as a whole is really a super blessing. Yeah, I had someone ask me today, like, did, did any, any stuff get stolen or did you make out? I'm like, I, I don't honestly know. I don't keep track, you know. That's why I put the bucket there. You give us money. You take stuff. I'm cool. I've got prices. If you want to pay those, you want to pay more, you want to pay less, pretty much whatever. 
to me it was just a it, yeah it made me proud to be a blood bowl player because Absolutely. i don't think you could do that i mean i know there's a lot of great people in the gaming community and the magic community and what else but there's no way if no, you would have left magic. magic singles out no. that somebody wouldn't have been tempted to there's do too it. many people that play that game for money that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was just an amazing thing to see at 11:30 and it made me really proud to be a Blood Bowl player, a Blood Bowl podcaster, a gamer in general that we have a community that tight that everybody could trust stuff. We have alcohol on our table cuz Michael won a bo- bottle of Goldschlager. Right. Nobody touched it. No. And matter of fact, Michael took a few shots of it earlier, so it was open. It'd been really easy for somebody to steal a couple shots. Uh I do have to admit one time I was going to the table, and like I don't remember getting my stuff or something. There was a bag of gummy bears open on the table. I walked by, grabbed a gummy bear, and kept going. So you're the dick. I stole a gummy bear from someone. <laughs> I have no idea who, and I would probably have been able to take it if I asked him. But I just went with this general assumption, it's a gummy bear. Uh, right before we left to go eat, there was, I can't remember his last name, Chris. Novichelik. Oh, maybe so. Is that no. no? That's not a real person. This guy from Nirvana, I think. Oh, okay. Well, this guy named Chris. You know, he came up and shook hands. Fine. They had a pe- they had pizza there, and oh, yeah. he was offering free food. It was just oh yeah. The community yeah. is pretty dang amazing. Mm-hmm. As many as little people get grumpy when they lose, like their their buttholes, like Scott Prime. Everybody else should be really happy. The sure. community's pretty awesome. So that's all I'm gonna say. And I uh, think we made the best decision of the whole weekend. By going to bed early, midnight, relatively early. Early for us, yeah. And waking up early to go to Walker Pancake House. Right, and we will continue that when we talk about Sunday right after this. Sorry, folks, we're closed for two weeks to clean and repair America's favorite family fun park. Sorry. Clark, what are you doing? We watch his program. Buy his toys. We go to his movies. He owes us. Doesn't he owe us? Huh? Sunday morning, we head up, or I guess we get up, head out to Walker Pancake House. Yeah, yeah we decided that it's worth it getting up to go to this awesome pancake place that we went with the Swedes last year. Right. We went to the Swedes last year at the end of Sunday mm-hmm. and when we just stayed over. And it's right by the hotel. It's right... A little bit further than... Say not right by. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a mile away. It's not that far. It's on the same road. Right. And it's just this weird-looking pancake house. The The decor is just odd. Mm-hmm. All wood. Looks like a old house, and every light fixture is different. I don't get it. It's really fancy. It is, it's, it's like faux fancy. Mm-hmm. But we went there... They have all sorts of breakfast foods, obviously. You can get bacon pancakes. You can get... I got pigs in a blanket. Crazy stuff if you want. Or you can get delicious stuff like blue crab uh, eggs benedict, which is amazing. It's pricey, but it's so good. Kind of a rare thing to get. Yep. Um, so we went there. It was uh, me, Drew, Michael, Steve, obviously, and uh, Johnny Bull went with us. Yeah. Chance decided to sleep in. Or Yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't remember why. Maybe he just didn't want to go. I will say, this is amazing. It's so nice to wake up on that last day, instead of just rolling out of bed, eating crappy breakfast, and rolling into the gaming area, go 
get my caffeine in, wake up, have a chance to just, you know, just wake up naturally and then go play. Yeah. Well, I mean, doing that both days where you had at least an hour before you went to play a game was mm-hmm. good instead of rushing around. Yeah. Slopping food and then playing your game in 10 minutes later. So. Right. So um, round five. Are you just getting into it? Yeah, let's let's do it. Uh, round five, I recognize the coach's name. I have to play uh, Ombi, O-M-B-I. I don't know why I recognize that name. Um, then I realize later after we start to play, you know, he's a uh, very highly success. I mean, like 200 or something ranked. Maybe not that high, but in between 180 and 200 ranked dwarf coach. He's played oh, team ranking. Team not, ranking. Okay. I, I remember that this coach has played a lot of Chaos Dwarves. Uh, his name was Jim. Gordon. Jim Morgan. Morgan. Okay. Jim Morgan. Uh, in the past, he's played the Jimtown Juggernauts, the Chaos Dwarves. And, um, he loves if he dwarves. If he doesn't have a team called the Jumpin' Jiminies, I'd be surprised. <laughs> well, he they're, plays a they're lot a of. team. Well, he plays a lot of dwarves and a lot of chaos dwarves, and he knows how to play them. Okay. He's also uh, plays in the same league as Matt Jane, who I played earlier. And um, their team was, I think, exactly identical. Hmm. Um, so once again, I'm like, all right, all I got to do is knock a few of these dwarves off the pitch, and I can maybe win this game. Let's start off with a blitz. <laughs> and it didn't happen. But um, I guess if looking back, if I did have one mistake... I, I made a move to blitz um, one of his blitzers or whatever, and I did not notice that one of his runners was right there where I could have smacked him. Oh. Maybe I wouldn't have knocked the runner down. I don't know. Right. It sure would have, that probably would have been a better move. And it was right after I rolled the dice and made the block. I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even see that guy. And he's like, uh, I thought that's where you were going. That sucks. <laughs> and I was like, oh, crap. Um. Long story short, I uh, I lose this game two to one. I was just out, outplayed, outdiced. Yeah, you know, I did not get any of the armor breaks or anything. I got beat up in this game. Um, I kept track for the whole weekend on casualties against me, and you know, I don't have everybody with regen. Mm-hmm. I was for the whole weekend. I was two out of seven regening things. That sucks. Not even close to fifty percent. And that just happens. I mean, yeah. So, anyways, fun guy. We had a he. He even gave me a cookie. Ooh. He was, it was a pretty good cookie too. But <laughs> I had a good time playing him. I just at one point I knew the results were what they were going to be. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, well, I'm just going to watch him play for the rest of the game, and because he was caging up, and I had to try to do some wacky things to do it. When you just got to start doing stupid stuff. When you got to start doing, like, go-forts and stuff. I know the feeling. Here here is the deal, though. I did force him into situations to do some go-forts, and I think he was 8-for-8 on go-forts, which, I mean, really, he's really only supposed to fail one of those, and he's got plenty of re-rolls, but he never even failed any of those. Mm And I was just crap in the bed on my go for it. And Jeez. it was it was became laughable and it's day two, so yeah, whatever. I right. lost. I lost to a good coach, good guy, so we shook hands and went on. Well, my next match was against Matt Hurljack from Pitch Invasion. Mm-hmm. And you were dead. <laughs> his his undead team, the progeny of Nagash. And he's a really good coach. And we got to talking and he's like 
I haven't lost in five years or five tournaments or something. I'm like, how are you playing me? Tied. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so he hasn't. He's tied or won for five tournaments or five matches or something. Just insane. And so I'm going. I was happy to get it casually the first drive, but he regens out of it. Uh, I do knock out his block mummy because he had one block, one with guard. And I'm we. I think we got a bribe. So the first kickoff we got a bribe. I get one of his guys down. I immediately try to foul, and I get caught. And the bribe, I use the bribe. I'm like, do I have to use the bribe, or can I use argue the call first? He goes, you have to use the bribe first. I'm like, I'm just going to use the bribe then. That's the last time I fouled. Uh, I don't know if it was a mistake, but I I don't think it was, because he didn't say it was, but he might have been being nice. I used Grashnak to kind of hit along the side like i could have pushed a guy close to out of bounds and used someone else to knock him out of bounds but since i was coming up the sideline with the ball i tried to use grashnak to push the guy away from the sideline so i had grashnak like three squares away and i had the guys coming up with the ball but and i had one of his mummies gone already but I, I got into base contact, I think, with... I didn't knock that guy down like I wanted to. And then I was in base contact with someone else, or he brought somebody over, and he blitzed. I think he might have had to go for it, to hit with the mummy onto Grashnak. Took him out. And... That's not good. No. With Grashnak being gone, it just screwed up my whole game from there on. And... He was just, I just wasn't doing anything to him. He casually a Chaos Dwarf and got a zombie out of it. <laughs> so I'm not hurting him. He already has 14 or 13 people. Now he's got 14. And I'm losing people. I had seven people going into the second half. Mm. Yeah. So how bad did you lose that one? Uh, I got down to five dwarves at the end. Uh, I was dodging into, just for fun, trying to get to him. I dodged into three tackle zones, then into the open, and I was just going down left and right. He, no shit, had a he had the bribe. He fouled every turn, never got caught, at least ten times. Well, Even course. he was like, "This is insane." I'm like, "Yeah," but we had it was a great game. We had a ton of fun. We got to BSing about different things, hang, you know, about his league and. Complaining about why can't we just start? This is dumb. But uh, I I only ended up losing two to one. Well, he had four casualties to my two. Yeah, it was respectable, but that second half he was... Right, it was one of those games where you got dominated, even though the score said otherwise. Yeah, so that kind of sucked. Uh, it was it was still a fun game. I did some things that, I he you know, like I said, he said I did fine. So it just kind of happens. Yeah. It's losing. hard to accept sometimes, though. Yeah. Losing Grashnak's never good. Uh, round six, uh, we had our lunch break. We decided since we... The whole idea was is to like fill up full of a good breakfast and just skip the lunch. And yeah, because pack up and, we were leaving that day. Normally, we stay over until Monday, but we had to leave that day. Right. So we decided to just pack up, check out the hotel during lunch, which I really liked that a lot better. I did, too. I mean, if we have to leave Sunday night. Yeah. 
Which I don't think we'll ever will again. Um, Hopefully. So we come back from lunch, packing up. Um, I play uh, John Donovan, which is a fan of the podcast, so he knew about me, and That's I was cool. like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I hope I'm not too grumpy since you <laughs> actually listened. Uh, he had a Skaven team. Uh, he had 11 players, and he had a Rat Ogre on the team, which okay, that, that Rat Ogre can be give you fits at times. Um, so once again, I'm thinking, okay, we'll just kind of, I did exactly what, you know how we had this conversation is you said, if I win the toss, I always receive the second half, not the first half. Cause if I can survive that first half, I know what I can do. That is the quote unquote correct way to play. Sure. And if you I have... don't like that. I, I receive to hurt people. So. I finally win the kickoff. I mm-hmm. think this might be the only the second time I won the kickoff, but it was game six. I decided to give a prehensile tail to one of my zombies because you can give oh, yeah. skills. And then I gave, I think, a claw to somebody else just to try to knock out his blitzers or the yeah. rat ogre. It was the idea. Uh, he did the same thing. Um, I win the toss. And I was like, okay, I'm going to let you receive. Because this is what Steve told me to do. It's round six. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I set up. <laughs> he starts peeling people off the bitch. <laughs> and I wanted to come over and cut your head off in front of everybody and hold it up and go, I hate Steve, and then punt it down the field. It seems a little excessive. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a well big overreaction. Um, and I had to tell myself, like, <laughs> relax, dude, relax. He cas- he ran out with his uh, rat ogre casualty to guy. You know, claws works perfect. You know, mighty blow the next thing, and then I try to regen it, and I don't get my guy back. And I believe it was my tackle guy, I think, because I was really upset that it hurt me for that reason. Of yeah. oh, he has gutter runners, so I need the tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, he scores fairly quick. I he probably could have stalled another player. Too, but I was putting heavy pressure on him as much as I could because I wanted him to score so I could get the ball back and score the second half. And um, he scored maybe a play earlier. We talked about it, and I don't know what the right move on that is. If I don't break his armor, you know, right, it doesn't matter. So I grind out the first half. I score at the end. It's one to one at halftime. Not really hurting him like I want. I get the kickoff the second half. Finally, I start breaking some armors, start getting some knockouts, start getting some casualties. Um, I don't remember how many. I don't know if I out-casualty him at all in this last game. Um, I think it was three to three on casualties, even for the last game. Yeah, good scaven. It was three casualties to three casualties at Hmm. the end. Okay. I did win two to one, so I was happy with that. So I finished the whole tournament with three wins, a tie, and two losses. Um, had, Had a really fun second game. That's Our good. Second game of the day with uh, John. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. Overall, I had nine touchdowns for, seven against. And then I had, you wouldn't think this, I only had nine casualties for, nine against. That's insane. And only two of those out of seven that could be recovered from uh, regeneration only came back. So Jeez. not uh, exactly what you want, but... I don't know. I guess I played two dwarf teams, but I, I still expected to get more than nine casualties over six games with Undead. I had more than that. I had exactly that in two games against dwarves. That's, uh, yeah. 
I don't know what to tell you. It just happens sometimes. I just don't know why. I want to. It'd be so fun to go to a tournament and just dominate with casualties. Would it would? But I'm not that. Did guy. you win the casualty award at Chaos Cup? <laughs> I, well, come on. I mean, didn't you? We know how I won it. So, but didn't you? I did. Okay, I did. so was it fun? No, not that game. Not that strategy to win it. So that was frustrating. You got what you wanted, and you're still not having fun. It wasn't as fun as it would be to. <sighs> okay. It wasn't. You just want to take a good team and do well. It's asking too much. It's been a long time since I've really just wrecked a team. Yeah. It would be fun to do that for like Pitch clearing vampires was nice. It'd be fun to do that for a couple games in a row. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. But I do give the joy to other people by letting (laughs) them pitch clear me at tournaments or Uh, beating me up. That's weird. I just, if you would have, even before that game, if you would have said, you're going to versus Skaven, they only have 11 guys. I go, okay. And um, yeah, I know the feeling. You might even get beat, and I'd go, sure, I might get beat. They have gutter runners. and But casualties are going to be three for you. Okay, that's good. And three for them. I would go, what the F? I, I, don't, I, can't, I don't know what to tell you, man. <sighs> so my last game, I got to play Chance. Oh, I forgot about this. His uh, Steel City Ironclads, which are his undead team, and it's basically the same roster that Hurlchak had, that you have, that everybody has. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was annoying to play two undead teams back-to-back. And two and really two good, good coaches, coaches back-to-back. I'm like, I just want one you win. kind of a bitter draw there. Give me one win. Um, so we're playing. I take out one of his guys, and he regens him. So <laughs> that pisses me off. What is that? Every regen against me worked. Everyone. Even against the vampires, I was getting him off the field by pushing him out of bounds, got rid of the... He never hurt himself. He was he failed to bloodlust, couldn't get a guy. He failed to dodge. You know, I wasn't casualing these people. Uh, then Chance ends up killing a dwarf, so he got a zombie. So again, the whole strategy of bashing somebody down. Whole cast cup weekend, even though I only got nine casualties, mm-hmm. I never killed one of them. I never got to resurrect a zombie. Both undead teams, first casualty they caused. They, except Grashnak was the first one in the, the other game. But first one they could raise, they raise. That's amazing. One out of six. Boom. Here you go. Have my guy. <laughs> so Chance's team, really awesome looking. They're all kit-bashed, uh, scrap iron robot looking things. Mm-hmm. little confusing to tell who's who, but he has the rings. And we had the... The, like I said, the chaos round. So I got some bands, and he was able to put them on different people. I put diving. No, what did I put? Very long legs on no. a couple of guys, hoping to get an prehensile tail uh-huh. on a couple of guys, just to give me a slight chance of being able to hurt somebody if he tries to dodge away. Sure, didn't really come into play. He took a couple of claws on zombies. Those didn't really come into play either, because why would you be hitting with a zombie? Uh, he, he's got the ball. He's trying to go down the field. And I've got Grashnak right where all I have to do is dodge away with him. I can take down his ball carrier. And I was like, I could either dodge with Grashnak or I've got two hobos that can get to the guy. So they would both have to dodge and one of them would have to go for it. So I'm trying to do the math in my head. I'm like, okay, both of these guys have to dodge basically, you know, 
a little bit better than 50-50 on both. One has to go for it. All that has to succeed for me to get a hit on his ball carrier. Mm -hmm. If I leave those two where they're at and I dodge away with Grashnak, which is basically a 50-50, if I get that, Grashnak has two chances on him Mm -hmm. because of Frenzy. And if the ball drops, I can go pick it up with my sure hands guy and throw it to my guy that's open downfield. Mm-hmm. So if everything worked, I could get a touchdown. If I go the other way, it might be a little bit safer, maybe, but there's no guarantee. Mm-hmm. So I dodge away with Grashnak and he falls. And I'm like, yeah, kind of expected it. But Chance was even like, no, that was the right play because just the, the benefits were better. Then he scores first half. Second half, I'm receiving. And he's got it set up that he's got a mummy basically in the middle zone. And I'm looking at it, and I'm doing all the calculate. This game was so much me sitting back with my arms crossed on my knee, looking at the field, and just calculating things left and right. Do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? If I do this, then I can do that. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I did all of this, and I'm just looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. And I'm like, I think I can get that guy out of bounds. So if I can get a mummy out first drive and just grind down the field, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm moving a hobo, and I moved the guy, and I moved him to the wrong spot. Because he was supposed to be one square further into Chance's mm-hmm. field so that I can blitz, the, blitz his mummy push him, push him, and then get him to the sides. And right where I would put him is where I put my hobgoblin. So when I hit him, it pushed him back towards Chance's end zone instead of right where I wanted. I I could have just knocked him out. Just could have pushed out a mummy first turn, and I fucked it up. And it pissed me off. But, you know, that happens. So I've got the ball, and I'm running downfield. And... I'm kind of positioned to one side, and he a little bit overcommits, so I'm trying to turn the field, and I failed a dodge roll, and then I used a re-roll, and I failed. This game, I think I got two extra re-rolls and kickoffs. Every single re-roll failed. Every <laughs> single one. All four of them were a 1-1, one, 1-1, one, 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 double skulls to double skulls or whatever it's just mm-hmm. every single one failed even chance was talking about it and just it's like if it's just to me he goes no you failed every single one so i failed a handoff that would have gotten the ball downfield and then blitz with grash to tie up all the pieces like i said it was a double one just sucked each time the ball goes out luckily and uh, so he comes up and gets me, and I think he goes to try to pick up the ball, or he pushes me into the ball, and I'm on the sideline, and it, I got super lucky. The ball goes out of bounds, it gets thrown in towards his end zone, and my guys are just far enough back there that I can go protect it. So I go, his people are kind of tied up in the middle, I've got a couple of guys back there, I failed with my sure hands guy. So he got another chance to get a guy over, and I essentially just lucked out. 
ball got bounced in the right direction. I had people down there already. I got it. I ran to the corner, waited until turn eight, and tied it. Nice. So, again, just like you, ended up going three wins, two losses, and a tie. And as for my, I didn't do my casualties. I think I had 20 casualties. Dang, that's pretty good. I can tell you here in a second. Yeah, I ended up having 20 casualties, four, and... That's amazing. Nine against. And four of those were just the uh, Matt's team just killing me. Touchdowns I was... You had eight, eight, four, eight, four. Okay. And six against. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. I'm looking at the standings right now. So you you finished, um, 29th overall. No, I didn't. I finished 21st. Okay. Then I finished 21st. You finished 21st. We all finished 21st. That's all that I'm looking at. All right. Well, due to tiebreakers, it says that you finished 29th. I finished 27th. Uh, chance finished, uh, 24th. Um, and then uh, Drew made the, uh, I believe, top 10. I think he was 17th or something. Oh. Did he? No, he was 8th. Oh, was he? Yep. Drew? Yep. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Johnny was down with us. I think Pat was with us. Uh, pretty much everybody we knew had the same record. Yeah, there so uh, many ties this time. Yeah, there was, a, there was a lot of ties. There was a lot of big grouping. Yes, we tied for a 21st. But where the tiebreaks came. So I finished. I was really still disappointed when we left. So we should say congratulations to. to oh, well, I'll, I'll get that in a second. Oh, you want to go But I was, I was doing okay. the math and I was like, you still finished in like the top 33%. That's still fairly yeah, good. Top third. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. be too unhappy about that despite being unhappy about that. <laughs> yeah. But we did lose the podcast challenge. Um, we just got edged out just barely. Um, but Let's say that uh, a lot of that is because Hess had a, a problem making it the second day. We'll just leave it at that. Right. So he did and not it play wasn't, the second day. It really wasn't his fault. No. This uh, was a, we got the whole story, and I'm not going to develop into the story. outside influence. Yeah. So he missed... And um, so, yeah, we we lost the podcast challenge. So congratulations to 3 Die Block. It was all Nick Rudinsky and him finishing with the Stunty Cup championship. Right. That I would say them. that I did much better than everyone thought I would. Oh, for sure. I didn't think you would do that good. Yeah. I, I really thought you your best chance was probably going two wins, two ties, and two losses. Right. And I think you probably thought. Yeah. I mean, it, that too. I was so dependent on Grashnak, and he did amazing. That's great. And yeah. I think also I'm getting used to using a crutch player or a star player. Mm-hmm. So I know not to let him get hit or use him sparingly. Sure. Try to take you want my to protect chances. him since yeah. he's such a big value. So I'm but, trying to do anyways. Um, and really, it was Nick and Drew was the reason that they won. We did four-man teams in case you did not know. It was... TJ, Chance, Drew, and Nick versus myself, Steve, uh, Brownstone, and Scott Hess. Brownstone's so, not having a good time with those Chaos Dwarves. Th- those were regular Dwarves, my friend. Oh, were they? Yeah, he did. He had a... Same he, team name. He's not having a good time with that team name. 
No. He's not doing well. Uh, did he do the same kind of team name like you did? Just mm-hmm. keeps using the Storm Raven, so he yeah. can use that mat. He was, he was still this black sho- back sheared Anvil Tigers. Oh, well, then he needs to change his mojo up. He just said it wasn't. He couldn't do anything right. Right. I mean, it wasn't. We've all playing. had those tournaments. And he's a good coach, too. I mean, he's, for well, the most when, part, always beats me. When most people have you know, Chaos Dwarves. Yeah. Or uh, not Chaos Dwarves. Undead. <laughs> there was a lot there of Undead so teams. many Undead. There was. There was no ogres this year. No. And there was something else missing, I think. There was no lizards? No, there was lizards. There was lizards. It might have just been ogres then. I want to say there was something else. Mm. Couldn't tell. Well, it was an elf team. No, no pro elves. Uh, maybe so. Yeah. There was something else missing. Um, so no, there, li- there was pro elves. Well, okay, well, never mind. High elves? So, so what do you know? There was high elves, too. Well, fuck, I don't know. We're not going through it. It's not worth it. We know the other elves are there. It might have been the slan team. Yeah, I don't see any slan. Really? Yeah. Okay. No, I don't have the whole list up. I have one through 60 up. Yeah, no, whatever. No, no slan. So, almost had all the races there. Oh, yeah. Slan are a little difficult in that yeah. build. So. It was nice to have a leader back in the build total. I still am not... A fan of Argue the Call, especially since you don't need a model at some of these tournaments. No. I think that's ridiculous, but I know as soon as you say you must have a model, people are just going to grab their number 15 lineman and say, he's my coach, and I'm going to hate that too. So That's why everyone's going to start doing things like I'm doing at Nuffleween. (laughs) I'm the arbiter. So I either have to just accept this is just part of the new Blood Bowl and learn to just use the rule myself or let it be. Because it's not going to change for a while. so No. But, um... We're going to go through who won everything, or... Oh, um... Well, we did have a champion come out of the Scars yeah, series. Congratulations, Kendall Bowser, who is from Missouri. Mm-hmm. And... P- plays in our Scars series here. So, mm-hmm. really, our region won. Yeah, exactly. So, to everybody else in this global tournament, Team Sweden, who didn't show up, we won. <laughs> We won as a yeah. unit. That guy's really good at positioning. Uh, also, from He plays the, online a ton. Yeah. Um, Joe Roberts from our region, he won I Am, the, I Am Chaos Award. Yeah, he did. Um, so we had two people out of our region that won some awards, which is pretty cool. I don't remember all the rest of them. Okay. So no. I'm not going to get it's into it. Shit. They can go to chaoscup.com to find out all the other winners. Matt Vanderby got second. I don't know yet. Matt Vanderby got second. Again, Came down to tiebreakers. Yeah. Matt's a good coach and consistently has been yeah. making that top table. So there was an issue with that online because Kendall and Matt tied again because this, I guess Chaos Cup is going to tie in the last game now. Okay, and there was someone who had a better record than both of them. Yeah, but he didn't make the top table. I understand, and oh, everybody knows going in that that's the case. Oh, but somebody it's was just arguing that someone was, thought it was odd, and I mean that's just how it is. Right. If you don't, that's. Whatever your rules are, that's the way they are. People don't like it. They don't come to the tournament. Yeah. And if you come to the tournament, you agreed to play under those rules. I've gone to tournaments that I didn't like. I, I've won on top table against probably, realistically, the best coaches at the event. Mm-hmm. And because there was bonus points, somebody came up from the third table to win first. Right. 
somebody came up from the second table to get second, and I ended up getting third. And there's nothing I can do about it. No. I'm just happy I beat some quality coaches and take my third place. Exactly. But, yeah, Chaos Cup, you know, if you don't make that top table, you're not first or second. You're third. I mean, if they want to change it to a fancier name that's called League Championship, like they do at some of the bigger events. That's probably They can do that. Preferred. I mean, but everybody knows it's still third. Did Stunty Championship tie again? Yes, they did tie again. See, that's the one I have a problem with. I think it's cool you have Stunty playing Stunty. However, that one, you really should just let people play him out. Because they, they can play their last opponent. And then have the top-ranked stunty. And then the top-ranked stunty. And at that point, you're not going to have a tie. Well, you, you might, but... And I don't think any stunty co- coach would gripe at that point. No. Because if you're playing stunty versus stunty... You know you have to have some breaks. You're going to tie that last game against another stunty most of the time. My, my only issue with some of that is, is you can play your game different if you know that I'm... Oh, yeah. Now, the top table, I don't think the last couple of years anybody had a clear idea, like, if I play for the tie, I'm going to win. Because you're so reliant on the tiebreakers, which is other people's games. Yeah, but if, if, well, that is true. Yeah. So that is not the case. But in the Stunty Cup, you could say, I'm way ahead of somebody. You're, way, you're, lower, you're, you're 10 spots lower than me. Mm-hmm. Probably if I tie this game, I'm going to beat you. Yeah, that's pretty easy. So... Because realistically, I don't know if anybody's milking the system for that, but so it feels weird. Just interestingly, and so someone went five wins, and someone went five losses. They're the only two stunty teams. They go and play each other. The guy with five losses could beat the guy with five wins and become stunty champion. According to the rules, yes. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Although, really, if you got five wins, you're probably playing first game. But you know what I mean, right? No, I get you. Yeah. It's it's odd, yeah. That's but the one thing I you don't... also know going into it. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if I really like... I get the idea behind the stunty, playing stunty for the final round. I don't know if I like it, though. No. Even as a guy who only had a chance to win the stunty cup with his snotlings and failed his go for it yeah. <laughs> to, lo- to tie the game or, or to make the game a tie, I still don't know if I would have just rather... Me played somebody at random, and David played somebody at random, and then he still could have won it. Yeah, and I probably think, would because I played Snotlings. You I know, still think that's better. But yeah, I don't just, know. Just play it out. Part of the Stunty Cup winning that is you luck out on some matches, you yeah. upset somebody, and you just know that going in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we pretty much that ended our experience. We both ended up with the same record as Chance, mm-hmm. and then Drew did a like, little bit better than us. Yeah, he did great. Um, then we drove back. We got in the car. Actually, we went over to... Where did we go to eat? Not we Chipotle. went to Codoba. Codoba. Had which a may have been the best meal of the whole trip. It tasted amazing. For it tasted reason. amazing. We had some Codoba with Michael before yeah. we split ways. And then we had some Overweiss. And we got some chocolate milk for the... I got some for my kids and my girlfriend's kids to bring back to Oklahoma. And uh, we hit the road. I we, got a piece of road cake. You did get road cake. <laughs> Steve had road cake on the way. It's <laughs> just so like regular cake, but in a to-go container. I took ice cream to go, and I thought it was not melting because it was in the ice cooler. And then I finally was like, I should just eat this because. And it was really melty. So It was a gooey, gooey mess. Yeah, it was, it was nasty. Um, we made it about halfway again. And we stayed at, I don't even want to know how much it cost you, but it was an amazing hotel. Way too much. 
the bed slept amazing. It was right by Eureka Springs, the Holiday Inn there. It was a really cool place. I don't think I think that was just Eureka, not Eureka Springs. Right. To be sorry, in. sorry. But Eureka. It was, yeah, it was next to the Six Flags. Yeah, or, Eureka yeah. Springs in Arkansas. Right. Uh, right by Six Flags, so we saw the parking lot. That was neat. Uh huh. And they had what was it? A Fun Zone? No, Fun Dome. The Fun Dome. They at have the a Fun Dome. Yeah, and I, was, I, I checked close. in. I'm like, what exactly is a Fun Dome? Oh, it's a pool and a sauna and a shuffleboard and putt putt. There's no doubt we games. would have played it if we were there that night and it was still open. Oh yeah, that bed slept so good. That was so nice. Been- and I haven't watched many Rick and Morty episodes, but we happened <laughs> to catch uh, probably probably the best episode I've seen of that show yeah. by far. Um, then we got up, just ate crappy fast food. Yeah, McDonald's. And then uh, hit the road. We stopped at Meta Games in Springfield. Yes, we did. Remember this, folks, because we will talk about this in a future episode of not only Both Down, but probably you'll hear about it on Three Dot Block. Probably. So that's some foreshadowing for you. We talked to the... Uh, Meta Games, Missouri. We talked to the manager of Meta Games and in Springfield, Missouri, and... Hung out there, and we went over to Andy's Custard, and I bought Steve a custard, and he devoured that. And it, he was was pretty, it was pretty good. It's pretty damn good. They mixed the peanut butter into the vanilla, so it was like a creamy vanilla peanut buttery <laughs> goodness. And then um, we just hit the road, and I don't even, did we even eat lunch anywhere? I don't even remember. I don't think so. Yeah, we just drove back, and we just wanted to be home. Got back four or five o'clock. No, yeah. it was a little bit later than that. We did not end up saving as much time as we thought we would. Well, we stopped at Metagames. That happened. Well, which was good. And we also slept in, which we was We slept good. in a little bit longer than we wanted to. It's Originally, fine. but it was nice to get some good sleep. Yeah, yeah and actually th- it was. And those beds were amazing. It so. did help a lot. Um, so, yeah, we got back. And then, you know, unfortunately, life uh, continued on. So. Yeah. But um, had a great time. I know I'm not going to say everybody's name that I ha- it was a pleasure seeing, but everybody, everybody everybody was awesome. Katie and Mike did a great job. Katie's sister helped out. Don Roach helped with the painting. They did raffles. Brownstone won a crap yeah, ton. I will say this. So when they did the raffles. I won a field. Um, they said raffle tickets are $3 each, or you can get 8 for 20 yeah. which is a deal, but I thought... Are these people morons? Because raffle tickets, a dollar each. They raised, I think, $1,500. Right around, yeah. So I'm glad they didn't listen to me. It was about $20 a person, which is typically what you're going to expect. I, I realize that, but I would have never thought they would have sold that many at $3 each. But there was some awesome things. I gave 20 I, I should have. I, I'm with you psychologically. If you tell me I pay 20 and I get 25 tickets... I might be spending 40 to get sure. 50 so I can put a little bit everywhere. It's a lot more hassle, I guess. I, I don't know. Hey, it worked out for yeah, me. Yeah, it worked out great. I won a Family Guy game. I think I was the only ticket you in were. the cup. Indeed. But I knew somebody I, would cock block me, so I put my ticket in upside down so nobody would see Scott Prime and go like, I'm not letting that jerk win. I, I get why they do it somewhat. I wish they would just do all the drawings at the end. You do the random oh, drawings for the some... giveaway stuff, you know, throughout the day. But all they the stuff that you're doing raffles, you should only do those on Sunday. That's true. 
Just because it gives Michael more won time. A bunch of stuff. That's, the, that's the only place Michael won was yeah. through the drawings. I think he he won a bunch that. of guild ball stuff. He even Some doubled scenery. up on the guild ball things that he had doubles, so he let everybody raffle the extras away, mm-hmm. which was really nice of him. Yeah, we, you won a what did you get? Reekland Field, Reekland Reavers Field. That's cool. So yeah, uh, great time though. A- anyways, everybody was a great. I really don't have any like personal complaints about people. Not that I would say it, but I would say like I had a problem with somebody, and I really didn't. Uh, I had no I'm issue. Sure. I had I had a great time playing everyone. I think Matt and I had the best game. Just even losing and getting my ass beat, it was fun. Just BSing and razzing people. <laughs> um, other than that, like I said, it was great seeing Tom and Jack and all that. I don't yeah. know. Good times. Um, if we left you off, we apologize, but we had a great time seeing you. There are people that we know by face, and we can't remember your name. Oh, it's, it's like that every year. I wish people would just wear name tag. Mike. We didn't have name tags. Name, no name tags. Name tags would have helped, but... Yeah. yeah that's Maybe that's just a thing we do as organizers. I think we're one of the few that do it still. We're one of those. And we're going to. Yeah. Just those. our thing. Great time. If you have not been to Chaos Cup, I strongly suggest that you get out there and do it. Um, do it to it. It's great. I hope I get to go back next year. I'm already starting. Already. Now. Already. Yep. There you go. Already. I don't know if I'll make it off. next year. I almost have to go because the, yeah. gr- the girlfriend was really in a grumpy mood that she didn't get to go. Okay. Let's not. If you break up with her between now and then, let's not play the card of, well, I would have gone except for her and I don't really want to because <laughs> she was really into it. I don't want to ever hear that. You won't hear that. Okay. Got to a year from now. Blood Bowl is my first love. <laughs> uh oh, that just got me in trouble. If think, she think listens, unfortunately. First love. No, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's close. It's always known me. <laughs> it, it knows kept, what I like. <laughs> it kept me happy during those lonely nights. No, Jennifer really wants to go next year, and hopefully we'll like save Brian. better and have that in our cards. Our friend Brian Hill, like you were about to say, mm-hmm. he really wants to go. So I, I really hope we have the problem of. So many people locally want to go that we have to go like, I guess we're going to have to break people up into different cars. Yeah. That'd be a nice problem to have. I'd be fine with it. Although, I did see a 26-seater, uh, <laughs> uh, not bus, but shuttle fan. Steve has his fantasy. It's only $1,000. Yeah, there you go. He's going to buy this some car, some vehicle for like $1,000 or less, and he uh. expects us to get us to Chicago and back. Yeah. And it, <sighs> it was from your old stomping grounds, St. Gregory's. Well, so it's probably well maintained. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Just saying. <laughs> All right, you do it. You fix it up. We'll get there. Maybe we better leave extra early in that case, though. I don't want to cut it close. <laughs> at that, if we had a big group going in one vehicle, it's basically everybody get here at eight or six, and we're gone. I get that, but I'm saying if it breaks down, I want us to make sure we get to Chaos Cup. We, if it breaks down, we go to a used car dealership, <laughs> and we talk a big, giant monster into swatting a fly okay. onto the price tag of a beat-up car. So the, here, here's where you need to do your Kickstarter. Wait for me! Your Kickstarter, Wait for me! Your Kickstarter is for us to go to Chaos Cup, where you raise enough money to buy a vehicle, and then we film it as a whole documentary. Hmm. What do you think of that? Oh, Lord. <laughs> wow. Our buddy Sarge, he's into films and stuff. He could probably, like, film it. 
Yeah. We just pay him some money. I'd enjoy editing it. Yeah. This is a stupid, stupid idea. I shouldn't even talked about it. It sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, man. I did just buy a nice new computer. That would really be fun, though, wouldn't it? Have a documentary about Blood Bowl and Chaos Cup. Wow. Both down to Chicago. The documentary. Ginger Bang Bus. Ginger Block Bus. Wait a second. Now, I don't know about a Ginger Bang Bus since I'm the only guy with a girlfriend. So you know. Chance has a girlfriend now. Yeah. Ooh. Drew's got, Drew and I just got ladies all around. Right. Okay. Anyways, we'll have to f- put that into the Kickstarter to finance <laughs> for some girls to go along with us. Hey, good to be fun. <laughs> Gotta be so dumb, but so cool. A documentary? Yes. I've thought about it too. I've thought. Oh, I've thought years, for years like, uh, there should be a documentary about Blood Bowl. I know that not too many people would watch it, but you never know. As many people listen to this. So if you're out there and you want to produce a documentary about both down, just give us a contact. We'll give the, we'll give this a try, Steve. Sure, yeah, see, I'm down. See who answers. In fact, not only am I down, I think we are both, both down. down. <laughs> I feel so dirty, <laughs> so dirty. <laughs> Um, so should we end this? Yeah, we should. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Mike. Um, Are we just going to straight up end it? Not have Just do our shout-outs now? Yeah, why not? Uh, so I did want to give a shout-out to Duncan, who is uh, Duncan Holman. He's doing the Casualty Dice on kick, not, not Kickstarter, on Indiegogo. So just check out Indiegogo, put in Casualty Dice, Fantasy Football, and it's really cool. Someone's done them before, but these look much better. Because it's like a white die with a red. Mm-hmm. And then he's doing custom D8s that tell you what they are and custom cards for the Kickstarter goals. It's already funded, so don't worry about that. You can just go and get yeah. all the bonus stuff. So. It's awesome. Uh, Jeffro just put in a ton. I think I'm part of that. I'm not, I never got a finalization, <laughs> so might be having to do my own thing. Don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's very awesome. Uh, shout out to Maelstrom. It's nice seeing him. We're going to be doing stuff with him in the future, I'm sure. I yes, we have in the works. I'm Man. not going to shout out him yet because I want to get it back. Oh, yes. Well, we did have somebody answer the call in the last <laughs> episode that would like to paint my fat glart. And, um, we did get fat glart. There's a gentleman who's starting up his own painting company. And um, we're... Working that out through him, and once he gets it back, we're going to do a full, honest review on how we think about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Now, most likely, no matter what, we're going to like it since we're not very good painters. And but be free. But to be fair, we have some Spencer Stevens models. Oh yeah. So we could compare it to that, and eventually, he's going to finish my Chrome. <laughs> it's. Does he have your Chrome? Yeah. Oh, he's okay. had it for a while. Okay. Well, one yeah. day. He's he's you know just learning with the paintbrush or the. Uh, airbrush oh so. is that what he took yeah. him to do awesome i really wish i had you know listeners like phil bonerak who would uh paint a <laughs> roddy piper for me we yeah. almost sold out of those almost if you want a roddy rowdy, rowdy piper rowdy, piper rowdy roddy piper the bobby brains heenan has passed away yes he did that sucks but if you want one of those zombie figures of rowdy roddy piper there's not many left that's just yeah. being straight up honest with you. So you better get to the Both Down store and get those while you can. Nuffleween information is up. You can go to bothdown.com slash Nuffleween. And the last thing I'll say is April 14th, 
2018, save the date. We'll talk more about that on a future episode of Boat Down. Yep. I guess we'll end it there. Thanks for listening. Bye. You can follow Boat Down on Twitter at Boat Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is both down approved, send a tweet to at BD approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Like your dog
Right now wish my